literally, I got the fucking remote. That would be awesome if we could get a remote. Dude, you gotta get a random dancing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we could get that loaded in. Um, before we start, I guess I'll just show you guys. I did upload the new sounds today. So we're working with two new. Wait, are we not getting sound here? No, I can't hear anything. Oh, oh, you know what it is? Oh, there what we about, go. What about now? I, it's very loud now. Too loud? Mm-hmm. There, oh, yeah, there that's we go. That's good? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's one of the new ones? Hey. And so this uh, one goes... That one's yeah, you, I go. think. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> I like this one. Yes, it's the Luckety Irish. <laughs> Welcome oh, back. Is our Irish G1? Yeah, oh. it's called Feeling Lucky. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about getting this one on. Yeah, it's been uh it's been big. A lot of stuff's been going on. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting day here in the studio. Today I'm joined by super producer Katie Fitzgibbons. Hello. I'm just kidding. Oh. Is that a boo? <laughs> uh we're joined by Katie and uh a very, 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 very special guest. That's like four berries. That is. I almost never use that many. But Jake, oh shit, I didn't mean to say your name. Run it from the top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you are one of the first people that I met here. And uh, as are you. And uh, since then, you know, I think kind of my time at Michigan is in part defined by the work that we've done together. So that makes me very excited to have you on the show. You're continuing our trend. Every guest we've had so far is a Michigan native and resident, which I didn't plan on purpose. But Let's keep it that way. It's, <laughs> it's made me very kind of happy to do because um, I love Michigan. Right, guys? Mitten state, baby. <laughs> so uh, mm, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people? Hello, I'm Jacob Lewis Prime. Woo! Uh, I was a senior here at the University of Michigan, and now I graduated. Oh, alumni, man. We got old quick. We got old in a hurry. Yes, we did. Um, and we have so much to, to talk about, but let's fucking, let's start from the beginning. Let's take it back to Huntington Woods. Huntington Woods, Michigan, my hometown. Um, I was just there this morning. A lot Shout of the out. roads are. Hey, what are you mad about? Yeah. So she. So another fun wrinkle to the show. Sorry to cut you off right as we get started. Is Charlie likes to like make herself involved like this pretty early. Yeah. Uh, but she'll settle down eventually. So it's just a, it's a combination of powering through, and and determining when the cries become too. Old. Come here. You want to come here? You want to be involved? I think she wants water. And Katie, uh, doing her producer, producer Katie, duty, has yeah. been like I irreplaceable in keeping the dog uh, watered. You yeah, to you got to water your dogs, you, you really, guys. <laughs> if there's one thing, and like I haven't, I, I have been meaning to use this platform as like um, a way to, for, to advocate for advocacy. For dog so, ownership, yeah, yeah, advocacy, and you gotta keep them advocation, and you have to keep them watered. Huntington Woods, <laughs> <laughs> you were just there this weekend. I was just said. there. I was just. I just drove. I just came from there. Um, Talk to me about it. That's where I live. It's where I've lived since uh, this July. Will be twenty years in the same wow. house. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, I'm from Huntington Woods. It is part of the Berkeley School District. <laughs> yeah. Berkeley High School, home of the Bears. Mm, Go, Go Bears. Bears. I went to high school with some of your cousins. Yeah, so Huntington Woods is a very, it's a personal connection with me. Um, it's where my dad grew up. And it's where my uh, uncle and cousins still live. So Berkeley has been, my dad has told me stories about the infamously bad Berkeley Bears football team of, of 1979. And of uh, 2015 <laughs> to 2019. Similarly infamously bad at the Similarly time. Similarly infamously bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been hearing stories about, you know, Berkeley for forever. I, I'd never been, um, but I was super familiar with Huntington Woods, the neighborhood, um, I know a lot of the people, like, it's very tight-knit, like, everyone knows each other. Um, it's not necessarily small, would you, I mean... It's, it's small, it's dense. Yeah. It's dense. Right. So there's, you know, it's a mile by a mile and a half. Yeah. And part geographically of that... Geographically Yeah, geographically small. It's part, the Detroit Zoo takes up a right. big chunk of that, and so does a golf course. So it's <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's small, but... It always felt, coming yeah. from Matawan, it felt always so city to me, which like now that I've been to other cities, I know that it's not, but it always felt oh, yeah. that way. It is a city with no, there's like two businesses. There's no downtown. It has right. its own police department and fire department right. and um, school district. Well, not it's part of another school district, right. but it has. It's basically all homes. It's all homes. City yeah. of homes. That's what it's called. And there's it's so the many, there's so many homes. So many homes and, um. A good chunk of the people that live there are, you know, pretty well off. And I'm yeah. fortunate enough to live there. I am not part of that big chunk of people, but But talk to me about I can dream. So let's <laughs> one day. Let's talk about Berkeley High. Um a public school. Public school. And what was a your great, what, what, were, public what were you like at uh, as a student? I was a great student. I yeah. busted my ass. I mean, like, look, I didn't you know, I would always put my homework off to the last minute, and but I tried hard in class, and I asked questions, and I would go in before school a lot to do homework because okay. I didn't like doing it at night. Um, I was not very athletic. Okay. I was on the track team. You did run track. I ran track. What events? What events? Yeah. yeah, I'm curious. Okay, so my freshman year, I was a sprinter, and I quickly found out that I was very slow. Not very slow. I'm fast, okay? <laughs> okay, but... and Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this without... <laughs> All my friends that I, that I had... That brought me onto the team were on the distance team. Okay. All of the people on the sprinting team who were great, <laughs> and I loved being on the team uh -huh. with them... Guys, I was the only white yeah, kid on the sure. <laughs> So sophomore year, uh, well, okay, but during that time I ran the, we had a 300 meter dash, we had a 100 meter dash, which they didn't mm. let me do. Um, <laughs> I did the the long jump for a little bit wow. and I did the four by one, which I really, well, that's yeah. relay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like that? I did not, or the four by, yeah. Yeah. Four by four one. by 100. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, no, the four by four, excuse me. Oh, four that, by four. Yeah. Okay. Cause, it, cause so I had more run, running. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> Okay, so then sophomore year, <laughs> I was on the distance team, and I okay. started doing, uh, you know, the one mile and stuff. And then, like, way way early in the season, I got tendonitis, and I had to stop. Mm. And I went to physical therapy for like mm. like six months. Did you like to run, or was it just like, oh fuck, I'll do something? The latter. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I although 
sophomore year of college, I did run a lot because of COVID. And so, like, yeah. that was the only thing what you fuck do. am I going to do? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and so, I just uh, I started running a lot. And I was, like, I was getting pretty sexy. And, like, you know, it was keeping me in shape. <laughs> yes. And then I was, like, and I just kind of stopped. Yeah. And then I got even sexier. Nice. I got that dad bod. And that's hard to, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, this, it, like, it's, it's hard to stay in shape. But, guys, it's even harder to stay in, like dad bod shape and because it's and and i'm really glad you brought this up because it's such a sweet spot because the desire (laughs) katie you might actually be able to learn uh, a lot from that no i'd love to learn katie take notes the the desire (laughs) oh you actually are (laughs) the uh, the desirable dad bod bod is not uh, a realistic dad bod which is which is not which is to say we've come a long way in uh, society's uh, um, you know idea of what an attractive man is. Yeah, we've come a long way. But the beauty standards for dad bods are that is to say, yeah, like you have to, you do have so to. Unrealistic. You can't just fully let yourself go, and then expect to have that dad bod does require some upkeep. Not a lot, okay. Not a lot. But you do a have, tad, you got to keep it, you got to keep it a little tight. You got to keep it a little tight. Mm-hmm. You don't, ha- it's not, def- it's not definition. You don't need definition, but you can't be overflowing. And here, here's an example <laughs> of that. Um, you can't have titties. Oh, dude, that's been the, the biggest struggle of Problem my entire for life. Me there. Yeah. Hey man, you'll, you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll, you'll get, you'll get past it. It's just a small obstacle. Um, you can't have titties, but you can't have like pecs. You have to have like pitties. It's got to be like almost budding, nothing. budding yeah. man breasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. And it's hard to keep I that up because you have to so do like hard. some push-ups. You gotta keep. You gotta. Keep, you gotta hit push-ups. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta do. You know, like I do the diamond. Nice. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I did. I did do the diamond. And you got. You gotta do like the wide arm and stuff. Yeah. But you gotta keep a little. Yeah. You know. Which, if you this God. this is the secret. This is the secret right here. Keep a steady flow of these, and the gut will never leave you. Most people want it to leave them is the problem. But I'm saying, like, I, the great thing about the dad bod revolution is you don't have to you don't have to ditch it. No, but it's you got to keep every it tight season. up top. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get here? Uh, we were talking about okay. So tendonitis knocks you off the track. Tendonitis so. knocks me off the track. I did. They did weird shit to me in physical therapy, man. Have you ever been in physical therapy? Mm-hmm. You have. I uh I uh, tore a meniscus in high school. Okay, see that's actually like a serious thing. Yeah, I had like um, I forgot the name. It was like post posterior po- posterior tibial sure. tendonitis or something yeah. inside of my right uh, ankle, just above my right ankle, um, which has to do with me having really high arches Ooh. and uh really wide feet that don't quite go to the end of my shoes. So are you doctor Scholzing it. I yeah I well not right now. Are you a Doctor Scholes? Do you put insoles in your shoes? I got insoles on my shoes when I was in like seventh <coughs> grade, and I've been using the same one since. Hmm. Okay. Probably not. Might need a new mapping. Anymore. All right, continue. Yeah. Oh, I did the mapping thing. It was a nice. It was a complete bullshit. Oh. I went to Hanson's. <laughs> yeah. Hanson's oh, yeah. is great, but the yeah, thing that they did Hanson's. was stupid. Um. Yeah. Shout out Hanson's. <laughs> uh. Okay. So they I did acupuncture. Mm. They put acupuncture needles oh. in my in the bottom of my foot in the oh. plantar fascia because that was really tight. I have really tight oh. calves and really tight. Uh, uh, okay, I do too. Uh, Achilles tendon. Do you find that affects your lower back? Yes. Too? Yep. Yeah. Especially when I'm like filming stuff. Yeah. Or holding a camera. 
Yeah, dude, it's tight. My, my dad actually tore his Achilles tendon. He had to get surgery. Um, so I have that. That's same the most. That's the scariest tendon. injury, in my opinion. Just oh yeah, it's horrifying. Detach from your. Yeah, ugh. I have a story about that that I'd like to tell later. Right. Um, but they put the electrical like the, the sorry they put the needles in my foot and then they pumped electricity through them like like a tens machine through the needles weirdest feeling i've ever felt <gasps> my foot could like move itself it was like auto animating like you know did like it a, help did it feel good it didn't feel good i don't yeah. know what it did man but it was did you feel better after eventually after many months yes i felt better but i think a lot of that had to do with me putting insoles in my shoes nice uh the other thing that they did which i hated was they would take cocoa butter. Now you think that sounds nice, right? Sounds, that sounds relaxing. Foot massage, yeah. They take cocoa butter. They they rub it all over the like the tendon that was like messed up, and then the bottom of my feet. And then they would take these plastic blades that are like about the size of how what would you say this this size pear. is a pair? Uh, it like it's like the size of a pair. Of sunglasses. I was gonna say maybe like a credit card. Credit card, a little bigger than yeah. a credit card. Yeah, yeah, credit card, like like sunglasses, and they're they're shaped, they're very um, ov- ovular. Okay. And uh, they would take that, and they would take my toes, and they would they would pull them back so that my plantar fascia, yeah. the tendon on the bottom of my foot, is, is taut. And they would take <laughs> the blade and go. <laughs> right on the bottom of my foot, you guys. That is one of the most intense pains I've ever felt ah. in my life. And my feet are ticklish. Yeah, and my feet are ticklish. So like, did you ever laugh when it happened? Yeah, and I'm like laughing, <laughs> and I'm crying. I wish I had one for you there, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a baby. <laughs> I gotta get a baby crying on here. Yeah, and a cat meow. All right. Okay. And uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so I'm laughing. I'm crying. I'm snotting. Uh, probably not that, but yeah, that, those are the two weirdest things it did to me. So, f- so you weren't necessarily a, a big fan of physical therapy. I was a lot of the stuff they no, those are just like the two most outlandish, like weird <laughs> things I wasn't expecting to do. Yeah, everything. Else Overall, was it was great. They were great. The people I worked with were great. I forgot their names, but and I forgot the place I went to. But it's on Woodward Avenue in the Detroit Metro area, uh, in Birmingham, at the corner of Woodward and 16, which is also Big Beaver. So, um, shout out, shout out to that place. And I hope, Oh, one of the guys' names was Evan. Shout out Evan. He's the goat. And, uh, at physical therapy, what a guy. Yeah. Physical therapy. Yeah. Big Beaver Woodward physical therapy. It's in this building. I had to go flight of stairs. That's a nice plug for them. Maybe they'll sponsor the show. I'm trying to get sponsors. Yeah. Hey, so who who are you working on right now? You got, you cold calling bells? People? Maybe I'll call bells. You know, the show's kind of about beer. Maybe I'll try to get like maybe they can at least send like some free beer to drink on the show. Dude, if you had like a never ending supply of Oberon, right, for this show, I could get guests whenever. I have a friend whose family owns Founders. Nice, Grand Rapids. Oh wait, for real, yeah. Founders. Mm-hmm. Nice. So well, let's get in touch that. with them. Yeah. Let's get in touch. Definitely with get in touch with Founders. Founders, Founders, is the shit. I'm, yeah, I mean, I do love, like, I love supporting, like, obviously, this show is a lot about supporting Michigan. Yeah. And so, like, I love Founders, but. Gotta support the Mitten. But Bell's 269. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Founders would be great. Hey, you could get shorts. Oh, that, shorts. Would, that would be awesome. Hit up shorts or like if uh, we could get shorts involved in the show, some, some something small like like Anheuser Busch, like PepsiCo <laughs> or something like that, some yeah. small startup type yeah. of thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> all right, um, but well, okay, so so yeah, physical therapy happened. Right. 
that's your athletic. That's pretty much that's my athletic career. Your athletic career yeah. in high school. Uh, I made a lot of videos in high school. Yeah, that's what I, I, that's what I was going to yeah. bring us to. So I made um, I made the video announcements for two years <sighs> that no one watched. Wow. But was I that a weekly thing? Yeah, every week we did it. Uh, it was on. I don't know what day. It was like Tuesday or something. A school-sanctioned and broadcast Yes, event. it was in my news and broadcasting class because they couldn't call it film uh, video production class because the teacher didn't have the correct uh, like certification or something. Shout out Kay Matthews. I miss you. I miss you. We'll let the whole thing play for yeah. Kay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Matthews did not like me in no? that class, but distracting. Since, n- no, I I don't know why. I like got all my videos in on time. I thought my like quality was good. Hmm. I don't know, but in yeah. in recent years, she has emailed me and been like, "Oh my god, I miss you so much." So I'm just gonna take that as like, uh, she secretly loved me. But she like, was she, trying to give you tough love. She was trying to give me tough love to just like, you know, give me pushback because because yeah. I was so because <laughs> you were such a gifted student. I was so gifted. <laughs> I was yeah so I, I did that um I made little commercials for people I won the BHS English award oh as a senior that's the as Berkeley a surpri- high school yeah English Berkeley high school English awards given to st- my name is on a cup somewhere in Berkeley, like a, <laughs> in the, like a trophy. In the hall of honor yeah yeah I I went we went back when we were filming uh Red Barons last year because we filmed it at Berkeley and right. I was looking for the trophy and I couldn't find it so I think it's in the principal's office but um I was sitting in like the it was the scholarship convocation where like it is announced if students won scholarships and I didn't know that scholarships were a thing and I didn't apply to any, but I went anyway because there was some other thing and my English teacher my favorite English teacher Paul Serpiel who just retired so can we get a clap for Paul Serpiel? <laughs> yes, one of the best teachers ever. Like period. Shout I, out, you Paul. may think you had good teachers. No, you didn't. You they didn't were all pieces Paul of Serp- shit compared to Paul Serpiel. <laughs> Paul Serpiel. So he goes on stage and he's talking about the BHS English Award. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know they had that. And he's talking about this student who won it. And I was like, oh, damn, I wish I was like this he student. He sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, he sounds really, they sound really cool because he, he, was, he wasn't using pronouns. And then he called my name and I was like, nice. I was like, what? And my mom, like, we didn't get a video of it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. There's like no, nice. there's like one picture and it's like blurry. And you're like, yeah, yeah but surprised, that right? was a very cool thing. So I won that because of all the, the scripts I wrote and that he was, he helped me out with a lot of the videos I did. And, um, we like in his class, we, my freshman year, we had a, a an assignment where we had to make a story about a hero's journey. We can make a video, we can make like a book or uh, like a comic strip or like an essay. We made like a 17 minute thing about nice. four guys trying to get to Lafayette Coney Island in Detroit. Shout out Lafayette. And, uh, and we went there and we filmed there and some of the staff was in it. Nice. And, uh, that was my project. And so like, I think that was nice. the impetus for that. Um, so yeah, I was a good student. I did a lot of AP classes. I was good at math. I'm no longer good at math. I right. was good at physics. I'm no longer good at physics. Yeah. Uh, that just happens, yeah. huh, dude? You stop doing yeah. that shit for a few years, and it's like, oh man, I used to know how. I, these, these numbers used to click in my brain, dude. I, I was <laughs> I'm a through, fucking idiot. Yeah, I am. I, I was yeah. looking through like old pictures from like 2018 on my phone, and I was doing like uh, differential equations. Differential <laughs> equations. What's it called when you uh, when you do the the thing in in math when you have like the little S on the side with the sigma with the limitation. Limits. No, the limits at the top and bottom. Derivatives. Derivatives. I was looking at derivatives like, what 
the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I used to be able to just like, yeah, like boom, hammer those out. out. Like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Like got it. And yeah. Um, yeah that's unfortunate. Yeah. So that was, that was me in high school. That's awesome. And so I think we were similar in that we both like, and your, your actual love for making videos started way before that, way before high school, when way you before were a baby. I, I started making uh, videos as an infant. Yeah. Um, no, but when I was a very little kid, uh, my mom took a lot of home movies. There was always me. a camera on There's you. There was always a camera on me. I mean, you, you saw, yeah. I, I made a, um, this past year I made a project called Movie Movie, which was, which consisted of a bunch of home video footage from my childhood that I edited together because I used to ask my mom to turn the the screen of our camcorder over so I could see myself on camera. Yeah. Like every time she filmed. So I went through and I painstakingly like watched every like 30 minute long tape because they're all tapes to be digitized. <laughs> and I marked every time I said that and I found all of them, and put them in the video. Yeah. And so, yeah, that it's that, a really cool editing yeah. display. Thank you. Thank you. I worked really hard on it and I'm glad that uh I think it turned out well and I It I, resonated. Yeah. I I liked I I didn't know how people were going to feel about it cuz I did it for an experimental editing class. Yeah. So I had to throw in some stuff that like had to be experimental. It's a little avant-garde. Very avant-garde. <laughs> uh and then in the in the video I I grow up because there's yeah. footage of me from every age and then it goes to present day to the yeah. thing I most recently made at that point. Right. So so, so, yeah, so that, that's, that's to say that, that's that you've had a whole, and so that's kind of similar to me where like I also, you know, kind of like elementary school was like, oh, I like to make videos. And then it evolved until I got to high school where I also had uh, an English teacher turned digital media teacher that kind of took me under his wing and oh, that's like awesome. let me do video stuff. And so I think we were also similar in that when we decided to come to Michigan, was Michigan your top choice? Top choice. Nice. I applied to four places. How many places did you apply to? I applied to USC, NYU, UCLA, Emerson in Boston, and here. Did you get into... I got in here. I got a pretty nice scholarship from Emerson, and I got rejected from USC, UCLA, wow. NYU. I didn't even apply to USC or UCLA or NYU because yeah. I was just like, there's no way. Fuck them. Afford that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I applied to here, Michigan State. Nice. You know, it's Michigan State. Like, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, Columbia College, Chicago. Nice. Which uh, I did, I visited there. I toured nice. there. And nice. I had friends that go there. It was yeah, nice. It was, cool. there as well. it was cool. It was cool. And Wayne State. Oh, go Knights. Warriors. Warriors. Got into not to flex. I did get into all of them, and I chose Michigan. Obviously, I, I wanted to go to. If I didn't get into Michigan, I would have been extremely upset. Mm -hmm. Like that, and I am so happy because. Yeah. And yeah. and you came here knowing you wanted to be a film major. Came here knowing I wanted to be a film major. They just changed the name yeah. of the film major from SAC to FTVM. Huge screen arts and cultures does not make a lick of sense. Yeah, and you had to tell people that you were a SAC major, which is no yeah. good. <laughs> That's no good. Exactly. Um. So now it's film, television, media. It's growing really quickly. Felt and it felt really good to say that that you were a film major. Film I remember major. thinking like that's awesome. Like I'm a film student. So I bet you guys have had similar experiences to this. But you meet someone at a bar, right? And they're like, "Oh, what do you like? What major are you?" Yeah. Or like, I'm like, "What major are you?" They're like, "Oh, I'm like econ." And I'm like, "Oh, cool." They're like, "What about you?" And I'm like, "I'm film." They're like, "Oh my god, yeah. really? That's that's awesome." Yeah. So you're like, you want to make movies? Yeah. Did, did, 
that happen all the time. To you? It's Same so thing, fun. Right? It's yeah, so fun. That sounds so fun. Yeah. So you guys just like make videos all the time, like for <laughs> like pro- like your projects and shit. What's your capstone? I'm like what the fuck is a capstone? Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but so you does that happen to you? Yeah, Did that happen to you? Yeah. A little a little different because I I say film and anthropology, and then they're like, mm. what the hell do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, make a sick ass. But movie that's about also interesting <laughs> because things. a lot of the people that we've had on the show and a lot of people that I talk to. <laughs> our film majors are like well i'm pairing this with something so oh, I, yeah. I at least feel like i had something but my mindset and i'm assuming yours was like no i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna do film do i wish i had another major yes and no yes on paper so i could right. say that i had a more concrete more academic college experience yeah I wouldn't want to do. No. I wouldn't want to do that work. I didn't have time. Sit in business classes or econ classes. No, it sounds no. miserable. If you could yeah. choose, though, what would your other major be? My other major would have been history. Oh, Ooh. that's a good choice. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I really like history a lot. Okay, so Macy Goller came in as a history major, and I asked them, "What's your favorite era? What's your favorite little slice of history? Like, what's the one oh, t- period that makes like your fucking gears turn?" Mine's Russian from like. Like 20th century Russia. Yeah, you're big. I, I know. I, I mean, looking at all your Russian paraphernalia around here, honey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got the logo of the, the Russian McDonald's now. I guess you're a big fan of them, huh? What? The, the fake uh, Russian McDonald's. You got the oh, Russian flag right here. I did see that. I right saw here. that. Uh, okay, well, yeah. easy. Don't out. Don't out, like, everything in my room. Well, can I just please ask about the Ukraine flag with the big red circle <laughs> oh, with the no, line through no, it in no. front of it? No, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't Dude, ask you okay? me about All that. All right, but no, for ser- seriously. Uh, wait, what? I don't like, right, I don't like 20th, 20th century. century Russia because I thought they were all good. I just think it's interesting. I just think it's crazy that it happened like that. It did happen like that. And uh, they were like, they were like high schoolers crazy. with the most, like, I guess that's kind of all of history and every industry to some extent where it's just like gossip inflated to a scale because of the amount of money and power but like I, you know i just think it's crazy like youth revolt in russia yeah yeah that's a really yeah. interesting yeah. yeah okay so you like the you like 20th century russia you like the soviet union i like do the you, bolsheviks you, yeah do, you do i have, have the, the soviet, soviet national, national anthem, anthem on here please <laughs> i wish i have those <laughs> the closest we're gonna get hunter's a big hammer and sickle guy you heard it here folks um okay but i like (laughs) my dad's gonna be pissed when he hears that (laughs) uh i got i have a question about your dad in a little bit um i i like you know america like you know mid-20th century american history minus the racism and like other political stuff that i don't find very fun or good like the so because i took a 60s class which i mean would dealt a lot with that but i, th- yeah. I mean i think that's like the most interesting the 60s time in human history. yeah i think like from like post-war like just post-war yeah. basically the entire cold war but from the american yeah. side just because of the the advances in pop culture and yeah. the the political gains and losses yeah. um civil the entire yeah, civil, civil rights, rights movement, movement the yeah. the unrest and you know yeah, dude, the music like the music, the music just got better oh <laughs> 50s movies through, got like better. 90s yeah, movies got better yeah. I just watched the movie The Apartment on the plane back from Iceland uh, a couple days ago. You you would really like it. Yeah. Best yeah. B- Billy Wilder. Oh, okay. Jack Lemmon. Okay. Shirley MacLaine. And the Fred McMurray. I'll add it to the list. I just saw, I watched Raging Bull last night. I saw I saw it on Letterboxd. Didn't love it. 
I've I I've watched. It. I have not seen the whole thing yet, but it's on my list. We had a uh, so yeah, we had all. We also had Lance on the show, who is a Scorsese um, stan, and Raging Bull is his favorite movie ever. So I told him I'd oh. watch it, and I didn't. It's one of those movies that's about. It's one of those Scorsese films about a white guy that wants to abuse a woman, or does you know. Like so, like know. most of them, <laughs> like most Scorsese <laughs> films, and the whole, the like, literally the whole movie, pretty much is like Jake LaMotta, Robert De Niro, just yeah. like getting the shit kicked out of him in the ring, and then beating the guy up, and then like being really mean to his wife. I have seen that <laughs> opening the, scene of him the in the movie. apartment with his wife being like a dick. Yeah, jo- that's his first wife. What is Joe? He, pa- oh, and then he marries a fifteen-year-old girl, and then is abusive to her for like eleven years. <laughs> It's weird, dude. The forties were like, uh, you know, that just kind of happened. I think in the forties, where like you could court a, a just a high school. Yeah, girl. you could go out and get a get a spunky the, dame. Like and... they all hung out at like the neighborhood pool. Oh yeah, the watering <laughs> hole. You could put a ring on them and crazy. pump them full of babies. And it's no good. A nice dude. house out in the suburbs in in uh, Levittown. But then, and I don't. It's not a spoiler. He turns into a stand up comedian at the end. Does he actually? Yeah. I started watching the King of Com- the King of Comedy right, right now is free on, on YouTube. Oh, really? With, ad- with ads. Okay. Uh, oh, I well, watched the opening that. scene. Dude, it doesn't look like a movie that was shot in 1983. I don't know what like they were shooting. It looks like, worse. No, it looks good. It looks really good. It looks like I can't describe it. Maybe it's just because I was watching it on my phone at like six in the morning yeah. this morning. I'm still on Icelandic time. Nice. They're four hours ahead of us, and so I've been waking up at like five a.m. I will say, Raging Bull looked awesome, like technically looks really cool and, yeah, De- gotta, and De Niro is like you know it's fucking Robert De Niro so right. like, you're gonna be he's gonna be good to watch I just yeah I don't think it's one of the best movies ever I'm really excited for Killers of the Flower Moon yeah I'll probably watch it I don't flowers know Flowers of the Killer Moon Moons of the Mo- flower, flower Moon killer, killer the Flower Moon Killer yeah um let's move on from Scorsese let's yeah. so okay let's get to Michigan uh, University so, of Michigan so you and me both home of the victors we declare major as soon as we can first semester freshman year yep i did it i met uh i remember i don't think i met you there though no i think we i think we met before then did we meet because i think we met was bop was before yeah so before so i remember that major declaration because i remember like jonah and ben yeah and like us and i was like man this is like these are the fucking guys that i'm gonna know for a few years Mm. but but i remember the the mass meeting for Wolf TV when Brendan Dooley fell through that glass table. Do you remember that? I was not there. Ah. Because so, I didn't know about Wolf TV. I didn't know about anything in okay. the entire... Jonah told me about Bop. Oh. I had met Jonah very... Like, like one of the first Whoa. days. Okay. I forgot where I met him. Because I knew... Because I met Ed. And I'd made something with Jonah and Ed and our friend Deborah. Who now goes? Joan Nager. What? Deborah yeah, Joan yeah, yeah, Nager. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deborah Joan Nager. Deborah goes to school in Cincinnati now, um, but but Deb did go here. I met Deb at orientation. Okay. And so we made something like very early on for Campus Movie Fest, which was a thing Whoa. that I don't think they've had here since then. Do you? I have never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ed, um, I was busy that semester, but Ed like reached out to me. Oh, really? Wow. That's so fun. Freshman year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. you meet Ed through Wolf TV? I met Ed 
you know how freshman year you would like walk to parties in these massive like yeah, groups. Yeah. I met Ed in one of those Almost massive big groups. Mm. Interesting, because mm. I kind of just figured I met both of you, and I think I still did meet both of you through Breach of Peace. I definitely met you through Breach of Peace. Mm-hmm. I I met I met Katie through Breach of Peace for mm-hmm. sure. I met you. I had Earlier? to have met you before that. Yeah, I th- we had to. But I wasn't in. <laughs> I had enjoyed. The only thing I was doing sure. was was Wolf Sports and uh, Breach of Peace. Well, those were the only real extracurricular things I was doing. Yeah, freshman so year. I, so one day, I was like with Jonah, and he was like, oh, "I gotta go somewhere." I was like, "Oh, where are you going?" He's like, "It's just like sketch comedy, like club." Uh, I was like, "Ah." Oh. I'm not doing anything. Can I come? He's like, yeah. So he led me down to the, the green room nice. in North yeah, Quad. Baby, in the basement, basement of North Quad. The chill zone. As yeah. It as known. And I didn't know that Demetrius Fields was yeah. in that class. Because I saw him at the I Need to Be Held premiere. And I was like, yeah. dude, it's great to meet you in person. Like, totally having my memory my memory like, completely <laughs> wiped. That I met him and like went yeah. to multiple sessions of this club <laughs> with him. I just yeah. like, didn't remember. I just I remember, um, yeah. I remember being in 150 with him. Do you want to check if that's stop yeah, recording yeah. really quick? You got sent home. You got sent home. <sighs> dude, my memory is so fucking bad. No. COVID white dude, COVID was just like a blip. Like like Katie and I had a class. We had primitive navigation together. Mm-hmm. Wayfinding and navigation. Wayfinding and navigation. Primitive? Just like I looking I at the stars. On, yeah, in my canvas thing it said primitive navigation. Oh. Looking at stars? Yeah, to it was navigate. actually an amazing class. It was cool. That sounds kind of cool. It was hard. Like not yeah. n- not technically, but like the amount of things that you had to do, and then you could get the littlest thing wrong, and everything else would be wrong. Mm-hmm. All your calculations. It was our quantitative reasoning class, and it was basically <laughs> okay. Pythagorean theorem yeah. of the class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then we had to walk in the cold to the bridge over South State to do yeah. the um the Al Glick Fieldhouse thing. It was like a terrible. Th- semester to take it you should have done it in the fall <laughs> yeah should have done it so cold yeah because <laughs> a lot of it's outside you have to walk around and yeah. take a picture of the flagpole and then figure out how many yeah like units tall it is Ugh. based on yeah your thumb. right um it was cool i i really liked it they stopped teaching it i know yeah. i know i wonder if the professor's still here because she was like she the was really direct, um like she worked under the person who wrote the book that the class was based off of. Right. And I still have that book. Me too. It's so cool. Yeah. I thought that class was like one of my favorite classes ever. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I don't think Katie liked me in that class, Hunter. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I can't speak on that. I know, I know the way that I presented myself my freshman year of college. I'm very embarrassed about. I'm embarrassed about the way I presented myself every year (laughs) well i'm just like i know that like i've had people especially people in like uh like ben wishney one time Mm. was recounting something that i said to him freshman year that i had no memory of it was probably really racist it (laughs) it was not and it had nothing to do with communism but it was just a really embarrassing thing to have someone he was like that was my first impression of you and Mm. like that's like what what you were in my head for a long time yeah and that was like not fun for me to hear but i don't think you know i think you know yeah humans are complex or whatever um um i don't know if i'm gonna talk on it i was pretty like guarded freshman year so i didn't make a lot of friends um yeah you sure didn't (laughs) no okay well what i wanted to say is the exact dates of which we met 
are unimportant because there is videographic evidence of our <laughs> of our meetings <laughs> at the time because pre so first year pre covid we're scrambling to create content without you know the fear of the impending shutdown of the world we just you without know any knowledge either <laughs> yeah, without knowing what we're doing yeah. uh without you know uh, allegedly being funny um you know that's up for debate but like it was i remember just thinking this is so fucking awesome because this is what i've been doing at home but now i'm in a spot um that has like so many resources and like you know you could just go get a fucking nice camera yeah and like also there were so many people that wanted to do like like i would beg my and like my friends were a lot of times happy to be in videos but like there were points where i would just have to beg people to like make a video with me in high school that i mean i mean to some degree that was a case as you got into the producer phases later but i felt like freshman year it was so easy yeah. to get a group of 10 people to come together and make a fucking video so you could be in any of the the lecture halls after hours yeah. like they're just all unlocked you don't oh. have to reserve any of them you could get locations so easily so easily i mean we i don't think we were allowed to be in auditorium d whenever when we did college geographic so that's what i wanted to bring up so yeah. i think that was the first i think that was in, the first in thing rapid we succession yeah. i made uh because at the start of breach of peace which is now completely defunct it was still huge. going strong. There was like 40 people there. So they split everyone up. And I remember the first group I was in consisted of Katie and Ajaya, Masti, yep, yep, um, and uh, Anna Friedman and Rohan Malatira. And you got to get him on the podcast, bro. Dude, I would love to have Rohan on the show. He's, and he's uh, around this summer. And Timothy Hardiel. And was that it? Am I forgetting anybody? Are we talking about like the one video we made? I'm talking about everybody's got to die. Yeah. I think this is before I, I joined it. Bop. <laughs> I, think I think this, I I think this may have been one meeting before you showed up. Yeah. Because this is in the span of two hours, we wrote a sketch that was a parody of a sitcom. And then we got Sievert at the time, who was not only running Wolf TV, but also had Rob Gingrich Jones's job. He was employed by the school as just the, the fucking gatekeeper because cause Rob was on leave for something. Rob was on sabbatical. So for like a semester oh and God. a half, Sievert had Rob's job. Rob's job is hard. I know, dude. I mean, after taking 302, and which is a multicam TV class, and seeing what Rob Gingrich-Jones, who yeah. works in the basement of North Quad, and yeah. does everything down there. Dude, he is like... And he's and Non-stop. we come to class one day and there's like a whole set built. And yeah. Terry's like, oh yeah, Rob... Terry Saris, love her. We'll love. give it to her later. Love. And... Terry's like, yeah, Rob just whipped this up last night. I'm like, we're all like, what the yeah, fuck? dude, those guys are fucking heroes down there. Yeah. We we got to shout out Rob and Paul and Alan. Oh, yeah. um, no, for, I hate those guys. <laughs> no, they made our dreams come true. Uh, but anyways, we convinced. C- so after we wrote the script in what must have been 25 minutes, mm-hmm. with no rewrites. I think Justin was there. <laughs> Levine? No, Justin Feynman. Justin Feinberg. 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 Justin Feinberg. I remember Justin Feinberg. Justin Feinberg was there and was like texting a girl the whole time or something. Yeah. Like, did not he, like, like he did it film for it for us. Okay, so and we was got like, this is <laughs> <laughs> we got Sievert. He was producing the sketch. That's what it was. Yeah. Because Julian Poza. Do you remember Julian Poza? No. Oh, you, did you ever? He he produced College Geographic. He was the guy sniffing and scratching his pencil in College Geographic. He had like that long blonde hair and glasses. 
Oh. He was the third producer of Preach of Peace that was a oh. senior and like went to law school. I think he's doing well. I don't. I, I wish I kept more in touch with him. Julian um, Poza Esquire. Julian Poza Esquire, dude, the Michigan Time legend. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked again. We get Justin to open the. We get Justin. We get Sievert to open stage. Hey, stage studio. No, we got him to open Studio B, which he was not allowed to do, because. Because Wolf TV was only supposed to shoot in Studio A. Right, because you were in the kitchen for somebody's got to die. <laughs> oh, my God. So Siever, I haven't seen this in like four Siever years. Siever opened Studio B for us, and uh, and Justin films one of the worst things that I've ever made. Like, it was horrible. Dating I'm, back to sixth grade, yeah. after I edited it together, I was like, oh, man, I made a real fucking stinker here. But it, it was, was our, it was it was it was dipping our toes in the water. I you haven't know? seen it since freshman year. Well, here's the thing: is I finished editing it and it was uploaded for two days, and then Sievert texted me and said, "You need to take that down because if people at the school see that you were allowed to shoot in there and it comes back to me, then I'll fucking get fired or whatever." God. So somebody's got to die. Is officially for the sake of it's lost. The general media? public, it's lost media. It's gone. Oh my god! Do you have a copy of it? Oh my god! If I really scoured every. Every fucking file dump I have, I could I could maybe find it. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. How was your day? It was pretty bad. My cat Spandex just died. Hey, well, keep your head up. At least your name isn't Spandex. <laughs> this hardly seems like the time for jokes, Katie. But the point <laughs> is... to do that. The point, <laughs> for the sake of this video, yeah. uh, maybe I will try to find it. The point is, it was... I had a lot of fun working with uh, Katie and Rohan. And, those, and, and Jay, most of the people there ended up kind of falling out of the sketch comedy scene. But it was a cool first thing. <laughs> Got I got to um, the sc the scope and scale went up a little bit with College Geographic. College Geographic with uh, Ariel Berman. Oh and my Ina god, Shintre the incomparable <laughs> writer director duo, <laughs> Ariel Berman and Ina Shintra. And talk to me how you came to be involved in College Geographic. College Geographic. <laughs> we were there at the meeting and. I and Ishinario were like, we need someone to do the like the, <laughs> the, the bear grills, the voice. bear grills voice. But I did like an Australian voice, <laughs> and so but they were like, okay, you got it. And then Inish brought me this like we we went to the the lecture hall we filmed it at, and I was you were you were vest. more of a perversion of Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Yes, I was more like <laughs> Steve Irwin. Yeah. I just watched Man vs Wild yesterday because. <laughs> Max is a thing now. The yes, the new streaming service. service. Shout out to the one, uh, the one to watch, the one to watch. Shout out Max. Can we can we get a boo 
Yeah, one sec. <laughs> Say it again. Shout out to Max. The, the one to watch. The one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay, but like for real though, <laughs> now that there's Discovery shit on there, I can watch every season of Man vs. Wild. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. And, and HGTV um, shows. Yes. Property Bros. Yes. So, <laughs> Man vs. Wild is great. But like Bear Grylls kind of talks like yeah. this. He's always talking in the same pattern, and oh, it goes that's up. That's good. Bear my name's Bear Grylls, and I live in the wild. Oh. And I was British Special Forces, and I'm gonna have to drink my own piss. <laughs> so, um, that's great. But I, I did like like this. Like we're gonna call it Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So College Geographic. Yeah. I don't remember came, my came name. Came from the demented it, brain of uh, Ariel Nynesh, and it was just a. A, a real nature documentary parody of of what a College freshman students. econ class would look like. Yeah, with um, a Russian with a Russian teacher played by Oleg. Oleg o, o, Karyatov. Is, Karyatov. Wait. K. Oleg, did Oleg K. teach aliens? Huh? Oh, is this a, not? Is no, this o, a Oleg's a student. Yeah. He's a student. Oh Wait, God. you were in I this had sketch, like a Russian teacher named Oleg. Did you actually? Nice. Yeah. Oh shit. Taught. Oh, that actually may have. Wasn't he a G? No, he wasn't. No, no, he was a he was a fifth. No, he was a he was a senior, but then he then he did, did a fifth, fifth year. year. Where is he? He might still be in that place on Hamilton, or he may have been sent back to Russia. And I hope we'll that's never what see I hope again. didn't happen because <laughs> I, he was really freaked out about that. But we did that. I acted, and Katie in it. It was, was in that great. sketch. Katie was in well, it. Um, Jonah was in it. Jonah was in that sketch. You were in it. I was in that but sketch. But I didn't know you. Like, I knew you, but, like, we weren't, yeah, like, tight. We weren't tight yet. I don't know. I just, I was, I was brought in. I sat alone yeah. um, and and was a, like, young conservative <laughs> in that sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got up and yelled about cancel culture or something. And the camera is extremely shaky only <laughs> for your part. <laughs> because I'm just yelling so passionately. Yeah, but also, it's, like, tilted. Like, whoever was holding it was just, like, Oh, I'm gonna take this time yeah. to like not pay attention. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> fucked. And yeah. I remember we got like Jonah's like hitting my jewel at the and at the time Jonah was like very staunch. Like he was straight didn't edge. Swear, didn't, <laughs> uh, he still yeah. doesn't like vape, but right. And, and now he swears. Yeah, at which his, is awesome. At Jonah's it's honors awesome. thing, he said fuck, and his awesome. moms were like Jonah. And he was like what? <laughs> and I was like yeah. <laughs> He's such like, an awesome, just an awesome, yeah. awesome guy. But yeah. it was awesome handing him this vape and making him. <laughs> I mean, not making him vape, but he had to like bre- the like script called for it. it. Yeah. So yeah, he <laughs> was he's wearing a a, a huge a parka. parka yeah, the- he was a frat boy. We cast him as a frat boy, which like <laughs> was impossible to make Jonah look like that. But we also had Rob Dor. So Rob Dorsey was in your pod with you and Madeline. Um, that you might guys be going to Ed side tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite, <laughs> my favorite moment in the in the fucking sketch. <laughs> Where like you want to drink and Madeline's like ketchup and it's just and then Rob's just I'm gonna like black. <laughs> I think that was your line. I don't remember this at all. Like I you remember, remember being this? there. I just don't remember any of the. Oh lines. my god! Well, so we because like a big uh you know one of the, the hooks of the sketch was like sorry uh, no, one of the it, people that you like you run into Greek life people so much. There's like, I mean, I guess now we know a couple Greek life people in film that could, or people that could at least pass for it. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of a Rex Rubenstein could play that role to perfection. But at the time, yeah. there was nobody in Breach of Peace that could like convincingly play like a frat guy yeah. or like a frat <laughs> girl. And we didn't know yeah. anybody else. <laughs> no, I only, only, knew, only the, knew the people I in that I only knew room. the bot people. Yeah. And like. I knew my cousin. The people, <laughs> yeah. I could get Shane to come play it. Yeah, yeah, and, and like the people that were 
in 150. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any people. And right. the people above, like, I wasn't in imagination yet. Right. We talked about imagination a little bit. But I didn't know anyone in the, like, above us. I feel like, th- especially post-COVID, there's been a lot more of a connection between, mm-hmm. like, the, the, the upperclassmen and the lowerclassmen. Yeah. When yeah. we were freshmen, did you know any people before you I entered knew, a club I knew, that had- I knew Ariel and Inesh. But yeah. I wasn't friends with them. But they were sophomores. I just knew yeah. them. Oh, it's like upper upperclassmen. Yeah, no. I'm talking about like the scene. Like, nope. like I feel like I knew a lot of freshmen this year. I knew Vanessa Litchard, and I knew I I only knew people from Wolf TV. I didn't know yeah. there was no yeah. mingling. That's why uh, we'll get to Emma in a second. But that's why I think Emma is so yeah. awesome. Real, Emma is very awesome. And we left the group chat yesterday. And I was I was sad. gonna I was gonna hold it out for the summer, bro. But then you had to go and like trailblaze the leaving. I was like, fuck. Like, it just felt like leave. time. Yeah. Yeah, rip the group chat though. The, 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 the iMessage chat. chat. Best group <laughs> chat I've ever been in, I think. Hands down. Rip that. Always going off. There was like a hundred messages. Chat. Anyway, a question about your dad, about Scott Hanson, <laughs> real quick. Let's throw it back to Scott. I, I just, I just want to get this out of the way. Wait, can we talk about zoning real quick? I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to talk about zoning. Let's talk about the latest proposed legislation at the village level. Yeah, we're talking about city council <laughs> oh meetings. My oh my god. Okay. Anyway, so let's get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, let's we go. Shoot we love. This. We love up north. We love northern Michigan. We love Michigan. We love the University of Michigan. So we worked Michigan. on College Geographic, right? We got that out of <laughs> nice. the way, and then then, then we. Do we do we make another sketch proper before COVID? Breach of peace sketch. We did. Were you involved in the sandwich prank? No, I was not. But one thing I wrote for breach of peace was a was an outline of what would become. <gasps> That's right. I remember Capiche. you pitching this. I pitched. I I made a, a a short film sophomore year called Capiche, but I wrote it freshman year an outline and it began with breach of peace. And I was going to make it for Bop, and then Bop went under. Uh, yeah, COVID. so 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 COVID hits. COVID hits. We all we're all fucked because Nobody I knows didn't meet do. that many people. And he, and the thing like and like Brendan, who I, I Brendan Dooley. admire greatly, and love, love Brendan Dooley. Um, already had one. Can we clap for Brendan Dooley? Yeah, I hope he listens. Um, he already like was kind of one foot out that he was very big into Midnight Book Club, and he I think yes. he did a large part in like, um, kind of elevating them. Um, he was kind of out of breach of peace. Uh, Julian was graduating, going to law school, and Justin had just shipped off to Spain to study abroad. Justin which left Feinberg, Feinberg. which left yeah. uh, which left zero producers for the show. So I applied to be an associate producer along with Zachary Groveman. Zach. Groveman was the guy in the Joe's Pizza. Thing. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the funniest thing that Bop ever made. Probably the funniest thing that Bop ever made. Shout out Zach Groveman. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing right now, but is I, that even his last name? His real last name? I believe I'm 99 sure that it's Zach, Zach. Wherever you are, you know who you are. We love you. <laughs> so we come up and we start we start running breach of peace, not knowing what the fuck we're doing. COVID hits. We have even less of a fuck knowing what we're doing, and then. And then there's this weird thing, sophomore year, where Wolf TV is completely online. So we're ho- so our writers' rooms used to be in the green room, um, 
at the basement of North Quad where everyone would come in and we'd shout out ideas and write them on a whiteboard or whatever. Now yeah. everyone was coming into a Zoom room uh, and I would just... Wait, you guys had meetings? Dude, you didn't come to any of the Zoom writers' <laughs> no, rooms? No. Oh, my no, God. I did, I so no there idea. were probably like four or five Breach of Peace writers' rooms <laughs> where like 15 people would show up on Zoom. Were you there? And we'd no. throw around... Okay, yeah. No, I don't think any of the... Like, it was... Yeah. So, like, so we, we got Inesh back. Um, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> He was carrying. A, he was carrying a lot of the weight. Try hard. Um, Zach, even, I couldn't even get Zach to show. I mean, Zach had. You know, he had. Everybody had stuff going on. Yeah. It was like, and this is going nowhere. So I, I was like yeah. frustrated that I couldn't. But I fucking saw the writing on the wall. There were a lot of new people coming in with funny ideas. I had no way to, um, fucking <laughs> support them. We made one sketch. In no, we made two sketches. The first one was written. Uh, by a guy that's very very funny. Oh, I don't remember his name. Josh Savitz. Yeah, hey, Josh, Josh Savitz, Savitz uh, wrote the first time I worked with Justin Levine. I was an associate producer for M Edge on Justin Savitz's. You should Josh watch Savitz. Ozark. Nice. Did I say? Did I say? You said Justin name? Savitz. Jesus. Josh. <laughs> we're doing. Josh we're doing a lot of Savitz. credit to our former Dude, there's colleagues. There's a lot of Jewish <laughs> J names, bro. That's, me included. That's like very very true. Yeah. Between Jake, Jesse, Justin. Josh, and they're all the same four names like Josh, all, Justin, Josh, and all Justin, little Zach, comic, Jewish comedy writers, Zach, Adam, <laughs> Hunter. Eli, um, yeah, you know, Hunter. Yeah, Josh wrote this sketch that I thought was fucking awesome. That was about um, like a high school teacher in COVID. So he played the teacher running a Zoom classroom, and it slowly became clear that the teacher had just gotten a sponsorship with Audio Technica microphones and audio equipment. <laughs> So like he's asking for answers and then after every answer he's like plugging like audio technical microphones and it was like uh, like a really funny sketch and, and for the time was like perfect so I we made this yeah and I was like dude you fucking you cracked the code of zoom sketches this is great yeah for a breach of peace you know metrics it did fairly well and then Josh was like dude I got it I can't this anymore like come on and I, I was like i understand I, I i think that one's still posted somewhere okay and and that one's very funny like and 40 then, subscribers on the youtube channel <laughs> desolate the instagram yeah. i think it's on the instagram and then the, the oh yeah there's the instagram. ultimate yeah. um the ultimate <laughs> breach of which is kind of ironic now it was it, it was r.i.p quibi it was a quibi tribute video i i was in that yeah i i think i reached because i wrote i wrote that one which was me just asking everyone to like yeah to give like a tearful tribute to Quibi, which had just died after like a week of being operational, which was a fine sketch. And it's, I think it's kind of ironic now that the sketch that ultimately killed us was like, Oh, look at Quibi. Yeah. They fucking died. Uh, I swear like hundred percent true. I watched my submission to that two days ago. Nice. When I was, they're about to get rid of our Google yeah, Drives. Transferring your I was looking at all these obscure freshman year <laughs> videos, and I was like, "What the? What is this?" And I was, I'm crying and talking about Quibi. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, I remember this, but I forgot what it was for." So thank you for my. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, it was like a. It was. Yeah. The, it was a basic setup. It was. Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin in the eyes of the angels. You know, <laughs> literally, it was that, and then it was a news report in black and white, being like, "Quibi has just shut down after one week," and then it was like a clip of a Quibi show, and then it was us. Jeffrey Katzenberg is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like, 
Yeah. Dude, I know I'm trying to enter the industry and he's like huge, but like, I don't even care. I'll face the backlash. Yep. Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> Katzenberg Jeffrey Katzenberg helped create DreamWorks and he ran Disney into the ground. I forgot how. <laughs> They're doing really poorly right now. Yeah. And Disney, yeah. <laughs> Disney's really no, 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 no. Right not Disney now. Not Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda Disney. Let's <laughs> let's face it. He's the real CEO. I know they brought Is Bob he? Iger back, but um Is Lin Manuel kind of a shadow executive? Think like let's let's think about what Lin Manuel Miranda has worked on. He got Hamilton on Disney Plus. He worked on Encanto. He worked on The Little Mermaid that just came out. Moana. He Moana. Huge for Moana. And then he did... Um, did he do Luca? Did he do anything on Luca? No. Oh, Mary Poppins Returns. He produced and was in it. I think he produced it. But he was definitely in it. And he wrote songs for it. Lin-Manuel Miranda you, you, has Disney on his back. Yeah. Are you pro Lin-Manuel Miranda? I am. I think have you seen Hamilton? I have. I saw it at the Fisher Theater. Nice. And we were at the way back and I couldn't hear anything they were saying because of the echo. It has a great... Great acoustics in there, but we were just like the nosebleed. Nosebleed, nosebleed. yeah. Yeah. I saw it in Chicago, and um, if I can prove that I never (laughs) touch my balls, will you promise not to tell another soul what you saw? Okay, I'm not. I'm not a big musical theater. (laughs) I don't. I I love musical musical theater. theater. I love theater. I did one high school. I was not a theater kid, but I was an honorary theater kid because after I got into Michigan, I had a lot more free time, and I auditioned for the senior my senior year musical called disaster and i got one of the lead roles as the villain tony del vecchio who was played in the broadway show by roger bart who sings the young version of hercules in i can go the distance (laughs) (laughs) i am on my way i can go the distance and he also was in the producers as the really the flamboyantly gay guy i forgot his name um that's probably the, did that's not the Mel age Brooks well. one, right? Yeah, the but the the 2005 one with uh Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. Hmm. Not the original one. Anyway, uh <laughs> great show. And so I I'm a huge musical theater fan. I love it. I need to watch more shows. Well, I'm not. All right, thanks for having <laughs> me on. <laughs> um I'm a big rap fan. <laughs> and uh really Cause are you do you like basketball too? <laughs> We try not to talk about it too much on the show. Well, I see like a peak of Kobe hanging behind your uh, hammer and sickle flag and your, <laughs> oh, no, and your come anti-Ukraine on, come flag. On. If I had those things, Kobe would be much more prominent than the other ones. So how about that? How about you chew on that? <laughs> what do you that? mean if? Put the- <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know what? I don't even want to make a point about Hamilton anymore. I want to move Wait, on. So, so, you, so you don't like musical theater? Got it. Wait, what, what was your point about Hamilton? I really like rap music. And I think Lin Manuel Miranda is a person who's incredibly musically talented, obviously, yes. Yes. and knows how to make a rap song. Yes, technically, but I don't find <laughs> I don't find his rapping engaging at all. His flow isn't ill. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> uh, we might have to cut all of this because it's just a white guy talking about <laughs> hip hop and why Lin Manuel Miranda maybe should. Quick, rap. throw some Eminem in there so that Fuck we can me, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's okay, so yeah, let's move. Let's let's let's. Skip I don't COVID. even know what we're talking talk about. COVID because everyone yeah. was COVID. Like, blah, we did stuff. We I, I did. We did make stuff during COVID though. Capiche was made during COVID. Capiche, started with Bob. I'm very proud of Capiche. That was a fun time. You did not work on that with me, but but I am um, yeah. credited as special thanks because I was yes. the producer that you pitched it to. Yes. Well, you pitched you. It was brought up the first time in the original Reach a Peace meeting, 
And then it was like we don't we can't we don't have the means to make this right oh, now. We, we, we didn't even have the ones. means to make the shit we did make. Right. <laughs> and then but then in no, you did come to at least one Zoom writers room because you pitched you pick you pitched Big Muggsy to me in there. You're you right. Definitely did. No, you're right. And that's how I got on the Quibi thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. anyways. So yeah, that was Big Muggsy and Pitch Capiche to these people that so they came can go out. watch it because Capiche we made is it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Capiche. Yeah, Capiche. Capiche is a story about a 1940s cartoon gangster in real life called Vic Muggsy who's lactose intolerant but doesn't want to admit it. And his henchman, uh, whose name is Cheeks. And give us a taste of Vic Muggsy voice. Oh, yeah. So, so he sounds like uh, like Mo Howard from the Three Stooges, <laughs> but like I can't go as deep as Mo. So he's like this. He's like, uh, the, his, his henchman's like, uh, Boss, like you didn't even eat that, that chicken I got you earlier. But now you're not eating this cheesecake and you said you were hungry. You're not... You're not full. You're empty. Like, <laughs> it ain't the cow juice. It ain't the cow juice that's taking me off, Buster. It's you. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm more of a cake guy. I don't like ice cream. He tries to feed him yeah. dairy products. And it's uh, a, so yeah. the the yeah. W- and what I uh, what I like to think that I recognized in your comedic engine is like the the endless impressions. And energy like when you first did Vic Muggsy voice complaining about like your stomach grumbling because of a fucking chicken parm I was like that that sketch could be 30 seconds or 10 that minutes that sketch should have been like 4 minutes long yeah it, it was probably too long yeah. but it was like yeah. it was like it was a funny enough character and I'm doing this not to um, stroke your ego but because I want to we're well, stroking something else under the table right, right now come on man it's my dog Trails what I right want there. to, what I wanted to parlay <laughs> this into was I wanted you to just fucking, I want to do a new st- segment. Oh, a new segment. A new segment on the show. Uh, what do I have for a new segment on the show here? <laughs> new segment. Hey, oi, oi, it's a new segment. And it's called Jake's Impressions. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. One thing that I would always ask you to do in writers' rooms. Whenever it got brought up, whenever it got tangentially brought up, because you're a big cartoon fan. I'm a big cartoon fan. You were a Saturday. I love cartoons. You were a Saturday morning boy. I was a Saturday morning boy. I watched a lot of TV. I was an indoor kid. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when whenever SpongeBob would get brought up, I'd look at you, and I go, I hate SpongeBob. I go, Jake, give him a little taste. What uh what 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 kind of flavor are you looking I for? I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear plankton. I want to hear plankton uh talking about the recipe. You mean Sheldon J. Plankton talking about the Krabby Patty secret formula? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. No, no. <laughs> because because I can talk. <laughs> All of those. I loved it. They so fucking long. loved it. All of those sounds are better than the sounds that we had on Michigan time. <laughs> I, I know, dude. Okay, but yeah, I, do you want to do? You wanna do you want to hit us with? Uh, I can do Sheldon J. Plankton forever. He's a great Plankton. voice. I love. He's got a computer wife named Karen. He's my favorite. You do. He's my. He's my favorite that I do too. <laughs> and then hit me with. Uh, what's your favorite Looney Tunes? Oh, it's gotta be uh, Bugs Bunny, Doc. Me, what's up, Doc? We're here on the uh, Hunter Davidson Radio Hour, and uh, yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. Shout out there. Uh, 
I was in Space Jam with uh, <laughs> oh, Michael yeah. Jordan, and I was also in Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, with uh, <laughs> LeBron James. Bugs, which did you like more, Space Jam 1 or Space Jam 2? Well, I'm a big fan of Al G Rhythm. <laughs> oh, no! So I gotta say Space Jam 1. Does he have big, <laughs> great, long ears like this? And does he uh, hop around all fours like this? Yeah. And does he say, what's up, Doc? Like this? Me, what's up, Doc? Yeah. Nope, never heard of him. <laughs> Which, uh, of yeah. course, if you've seen Space Jam 2, is a very legendary line. Hey, wait a minute. Aren't you LeBron James? <laughs> it's the best line in that whole movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we don't have to go on the yeah. impressions too much longer. I just, like, I ha- we had to showcase that. Have you watched Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. Of course. Do one, your favorite. Can you hit us with it? Oh, oh, dude. Can you do never Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can try to do car, uh, 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 major monogram. Agent P. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Good morning, okay. Agent P. It's Doofenshmirtz again. He, hey, Carl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't <do> <laughs> the, the, um, the agent was pretty good. Yeah, I love Phineas and Ferb. But uh, I'll do a quick rapid fire about uh, yeah, yeah. My, my main ones. Uh, uh, Duck season. Rabbit sleeping. You're despicable. Uh, yeah, that's all, folks. Um, uh, shh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Uh... Uh, oh my god, you guys. Oh, it's, oh no! It's such a pleasure to be on <laughs> oh, here. Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. Oh, hey, no. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know what a good voice sounds like. Yeah. Cool whip. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, hey, hey you guys. Uh, you, you know, this morning uh, we were watching uh, the movie Ted, my, my, my father and I. <laughs> oh, and uh, I was like, hey, yeah, uh, Ted's voice sounds uh, very similar to uh, Peter Griffin. But it's not quite there because I don't know. It's just What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, I I I th- I think Ted's a little deeper down here, and he's more like you know. Hey Johnny, I'm sorry. Okay, like like we're like gonna Tom- go jerk off Tom Brady. I'm gonna go jerk off Tom Brady, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Chant- Chantel and uh, Sauvignon Blanc, and uh, they're hookers. So yeah. oh, yes. so there's that and many more. I won't. Wow, dude. I won't do. Oh wait, think- wait, wait, wait. There is a. I mean, I can do. Hey, everybody! It's me, SpongeBob SquarePants, and uh, yeah, bye. Yeah, okay, that's it. That's it. Done, dude. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. Very impressive. Thanks, Uh, Katie. That'll definitely be clipped. We'll definitely make that a clip. It'll be a clip. Social clip. It'll be a clip for Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a clip. (laughs) All right, yeah, that was awesome. Um, Big cartoon fan. And I think uh, you know we started. how how did it come about that we really because I felt like I don't want to skip too much time but it felt like going into Terry's sketch class by that point we were kind of tight we were tight but what happened there because we, it was just COVID between that uh, what like it had to have been sophomore we didn't we I didn't we didn't really do stuff sophomore Mm-mm. year we weren't making stuff and we, we didn't we, make we weren't stuff really we didn't, hanging out maybe yeah. once or twice I didn't so. hang out I barely hung out with anybody. Yeah. I was in. I was so scared of getting COVID. I did not want COVID until the vaccine came out. I was just like inside all time because the the sets that I was on, you had to be COVID free, and I wanted right. to be on set. And yeah. so I was like, No, I have to be on set. Like, yeah. I can't do anything. Terrible way to live. <laughs> Would not recommend. But yeah, we were tight, and I I think part of it was that during Bop. I found out that you were cousins with That's the right. Huntington Woods Davidsons, yeah. which consist of um, Seth Davidson. Brett, Big Boy Davidson, mm-hmm. and Lacey Davidson. 
and um and that is in age order from youngest to oldest. Love I, I'm dearly. in the middle. I'm in the great. I'm in the middle of Lacey and uh, Brett. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because so so you knew them because you were classmates with them. But yes. we were because yes. I'm in the middle of them and we're the same age. So you were in the middle of so you, so it was never necessarily always that we had never we hadn't met each other because you weren't. Totally in the same circles no, of either did, of them. Yeah, we didn't knew. go to the same mitzvahs. Um, and that kind of, yeah. I'm like, I know them. Right. We're not besties. Right. But I was in Brett Davidson's fitness club nice. uh, in high school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, current bodybuilder. Dude, he's. for competition. Jesus. Um, like, Seth, I want to shout out all state uh, goalie. For Berkeley High School. Really? Yeah, he's Congrats, doing really well. And uh, is he, is Lacey he... is a uh, graduate out working as a young professional. Where is Lacey? She was in Chicago, and now I believe she's coming back home. A little homecoming tour. Ooh. A little victory lap. Um, so, But I, I do think you're right. I do think that once I learned that, it was just like, oh, holy fucking shit. Like, the homie. And then... Yeah, you said that, and I was like, oh, Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were tight going then, to Terry's sketch class. And then, I think Terry's sketch class is when we became. I think tight. you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Because 403, the the best class that I Ever. took here, um, the best class I've taken anywhere. Yeah. Um, a pinnacle of what I think uh, college film school should be, which was like go make stuff. It was just freedom. It was go. And Terry was unless it was like really bad, like <laughs> like. And some stuff we made, and then it got cut after it was finished. Not we, right? But well, let's, I will okay. not name. So we started. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know st- what I'm talking we about. We started. Yeah. We kind of because we were we weren't neighbors, but we lived very close to each other. So we, we would did. W- we would walk to class together on, on Friday mornings, mm-hmm. and that kind of was the uh, genesis of like becoming de facto writing partners, bouncing stuff off each other. I remember early very on. Bouncy. It was it was it was mostly stuff off of your big list of dreams turned into possible ideas that we would try to flesh shit out of. <laughs> My mom found a, a note that I made in 2013, which was titled "Movie Ideas," and there was like 50 bullet points. No, like loglines. Yeah. These are just like words, literal, like, literal word association. So, can I say it, please? The best one. I don't know what number it was. <laughs> Some of these are like, you know, you get what's like what it's supposed to be. Like you can understand what it is yeah. from the title. One of them was like the Bruschetta Stone. I saw the, the Rosetta Stone commercials endlessly mm-hmm. on like Nick Cartoon Network and Disney Channel. And I was like, okay, it's like Bruschetta, the <laughs> Italian snack. The bread. Yeah. So it's just a stone that teaches you how to make bruschetta. Yeah. And we um, and, and we, we did we we had an idea. We fleshed that, that we, we, we out we into an, into an Indiana Jones parody yeah. that I actually loved that I thought was like very funny. Yeah. Where like we his sidekick it. was like a Gen Z TikToker. And it didn't <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get uh it got shot down by the other <laughs> crack team of writers in the room. Yeah. But I liked it. But then it was also okay. do you the, remember um Wait, I gotta say yeah, the, the best one. The best one on my list, it was just called Giant. Yes. In all caps. G-I-A-N-T, no explanation. Giant. Giant. No log line. No. Nothing. Because you told that to me and I said, okay, it's like big starring Tom Cruise. Dude. And you said no. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> if Tom Cruise had been in big, it would have been a very different movie. <laughs> but but I remember saying um, that yeah. and you looked at me and you said, no, it's not. I said, what do you mean? It's nothing. It's just the word giant. And you were like, well, well it's not I was that. like, no, because probably because I didn't know what. Th- 
that what that thing was like nine years old when right. we admit, yeah anyway so there was that um best class we ever i've ever taken yeah Loved so we the got team. to we were not like th- there were you know little friend it, cl- it clicked off kind of quick yeah we 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 bonded very quickly yeah and by the end of it, I think we became even closer after the class had ended. Absolutely. Arguably. Well, okay, yeah. so let's, so, because I, I just want to touch on the other work we did in that class. Because we, so you were pretty prolific in your writing in that class. You you got Eulogy and, what were the other ones that you wrote Eulogy, that got we wrote Blap, we'll talk about that in a second. Well, yeah, Blap I was going to get to. Um, I wrote uh, Toot, which is about a right. guy that works who at toots Google. his own horn. <laughs> he grows a horn out of his head and then he toots it. Uh, and then I wrote the was the mayor you the mayor one the uh, the grand the grand, op- grand opening which yeah. is about uh, the opening of a children's hospital but the mayor can't cut the ribbon with the giant scissors <laughs> so she's just like okay it's a bus tear it down yeah the new building which was great is I love those, that those one. were my favorite yeah. were the sixty second ones that were just like set up punchline based yeah. it was just a joke like uh like low carb burrito. Well, Carburito, I love so that, and so Inesh and Ariel and Andrew Armstrong. Yeah, they were and, in and it. And Ryan Duggan were also Ryan Duggan going pretty prolific in yeah. terms of getting of writing sketches that got passed. You wrote like f- like two or three others that passed the first stage of like getting shot down. Yeah, got, which I and then some got passed some I just like got approved and we just didn't make them. Right. I think we didn't have time. Yeah, we didn't have time. I think. Uh, Rose toilet. did Rosebud get. Picked, I think. I think yeah, Rosebud, Rosebud got accepted. Rosebud got greenlit, but we didn't make it. But then, then I made it right Taylor after that, and we made. And that was. And then the one, the one, the one. I, I, I. <laughs> I pitched Katie's a, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> I pitched a sketch called Slam Elevator, uh, which was about a bro just two drop guys it already. that get into an elevator, and the elevator attendants really into slam poetry. <laughs> That it's sounds very, awesome. It is very funny. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. But then we co-wrote a sketch. I I don't know if it was off your big list, but no. We were walking home, and you I said, remember it because we were at State and Hill. Yeah, we were crossing the street, and I was like, "Uh, how do how do like slang words <laughs> yeah. come about? Is there like a secret council wearing yeah. hoods yeah. in a basement that just like vote like that comes up with them and votes on them and puts them through trials?" And we looked at each other. And we were like, "All right, well, yeah, we right, we're right. We gotta write." So we that. wrote it. We and it got greenlit. It. We, People we liked greenlit. it. Greenlit. We spent a ton of money. Spent about two hundred dollars, which oh for a for, for a that student sketch was more, way more than you should have we, spent. Do you still have all the shit? Yeah, it's all robes? it's all in the back of my no. The robes I gave to the prop shop. Oh great! At the school. Those are in that room down there. Oh good. Okay. I I'm still glad have those the. Got I have the gavel. <laughs> I have the gavel and the champagne flutes. <laughs> Do you have any RC Cola left? I, I, I think I tried to pawn that off to somebody. I don't have it on my person. We we ordered... There was a joke that called for RC Cola and champagne flutes. Oh, I forgot about the real reason why we cut it until just now. Well, that's the thing. So the, so the... Two reasons why it never came out. Yeah, and I think we should talk about this candidly. Um, because we, yeah. we ultimately made the right decision. Yes, agreed. 100%. So, One, we shot it horrible. I don't know what happened. Well, you had food poisoning on set. I had food poisoning on set. And we were shooting it in the basement of your frat house. Yep. And, but we also <laughs> just didn't have a, like, we had a shot list, but none of the shit cut together. Like, I started editing yeah. it, and it would not, it's never happened to me before or since. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I, and I'm not, I wasn't just, like, lazy and didn't edit it. 
It did not. We tried it. We, well, we pat you because you tried to do a pass on it. Then I tried to do a pass on it. Then Inesh and then Inesh it. wanted it to work so bad that he tried to do a pass. And then when he couldn't get it, he gave it to his little brother who tried to do a pass. Anamesh <laughs> tried to do a pass and he couldn't get it. So th- at that point, yeah. we were like, well, this is fucked. But like continuity framing. I don't know. I thought the script was really funny. So. Yeah. Do you want to. So that's reason one. Like, it yeah. just wasn't good. Like the it, the yeah. sketch revolved around the secret society that adopted slang words into the mainstream, which funny. And and the, I think it was funny. The way I think a lot that they did that was by they a, a proposed word must undergo the trial of the three rigors. Yes. Uh, three rigors. Um, and, uh, and there's three. So that and is. And it was um, like the one of them was the sound, the sound effect, effect test. test. That's the last one. What, yeah, what were the first know. two? I don't know either. <laughs> Clearly it wasn't great. Oh, one of them was, if your mom says it, does it sound bad? Yes. And if it does, yes. then it's a good slang it word. It can't say cool when a parent... It can't yeah, sound yeah. cool when a parent <laughs> says it. Which I still think is a funny idea. So Terry comes in, she says it, and I'm, I like puke because yeah. it's so bad. <laughs> Instantly. And Hunter's like, it's past! Yeah. It's past! It's yeah. awesome. Um, this and is so good, the by first the way. trial... Uh, is you know the preliminary one where I don't, the I don't know. doesn't matter the yeah. third one sound effect test so the word that they're trying yeah. to get into public consumption is blap blap which is a nonsense meaningless word blap but when it goes yeah. when it undergoes the trial of the three riggers and when it reaches the sound effect test one of the members of the council realizes that when used as a sound effect it kind of sounds like an ad lib and a rap song am i right blap 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 so everyone's yeah. going blap 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 he goes and they're being you know it sounds like a gun <laughs> but he's smiling and so that's so the, everyone so, starts so, going blap blap so and they're like passes, making finger guns yeah. and it passes which in a vacuum i think is uh you know just a, a commentary on the culture that we live in but in the context of the real world that we do live in, which is obviously the most important, the Oxford school shooting coincided literally the d- the day after we wrapped production on that sketch. Mm-hmm. That happened, and and if it wasn't the day after, it was like very. It was like I I don't want to like miss quote fuck up the, the time. Di- yeah, I don't want to fuck up the timeline because that was very important. It was very soon after. It might have been the day after. I'm I'm. Yeah. It definitely happened when we were reviewing the... F- yeah. Maybe I it was like, a little after because we were reviewing the footage yeah. and realizing it might not work. And then this was just like, it was yeah. so close to our community. and Very close. Oxford, so Michigan. Tragic. Yeah. And the, I think the devil's advocate for keeping the sketch was, you know, it's dark, but it's like, oh, well, we're going to have another one of these mass shootings like next week or the week after or it also sooner. It didn't work. We couldn't cut the third rigger because it just we, yeah. we'd have to it dub it working. like it wouldn't we already shot it like it didn't so we tabled it we had the com- we, we had, the right we had decision. a conversation with terry um and it was mostly with terry but the class was there as well and we yeah. were just like i think we can't release the sketch right now which was a bummer to me because it was it the only at the one. time was the only one that i had a writing credit on so i was bummed yeah. and i was bummed that it wasn't working but i, I do think we made yeah. the right choice yeah. Um and Agreed. ultimately I'm really happy with how the show as a whole came together. I thought Me too. Um and and not only did we get close, um and did did we make new friends with people that we weren't sure even fucking tolerated us in the beginning and we shout found out, out later. Shout out Laura <laughs> Grady. <laughs> we love Laura Grady now and we consider her a 
friend of the show, even though at the time I couldn't tell if she fucking hated my guts. Um, but it was great. And, and also I need to, I need to, I need to text. I need to hit, hit Laura. Up. Yeah. La- La- I, I, not Laura. Excuse me, Laura. Over the course of the hey, show, Laura. I'm like, holy shit. I got to hit up Josh Savitz. I got to fucking <laughs> hit up Julian Poza. Yeah, I got to yeah. hit up, um, which is why I like doing this show. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, uh, I also kind of, we got close, uh, Ariel Einish, Mary, and Mary too, and Priya, and then yes. we kind of we started hanging yes. out a lot with them. We did. Um, after which was, which was doomed because then they left. Right, and then we and were then, like, oh, we have yeah. no friends again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are yeah. back to being alone. No, for real. Um, but so okay, I'm trying. We're running a little long, so I'm trying to face. Yeah, 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 yeah. We make Rosebud, which was um awesome. Where I also met Claire Colazar for the first time. And Shout then out Claire. Greenspan for the first time. And the first time that Shout I worked Leo. with uh, Mackenzie Mollison. Um, the wonderful and hugely, insanely talented Mackenzie like Mollison. Like, mind-blowingly. Um, Singer, actor. Yeah, if you want to talk about multi-hyphenate, like, dude. Quadruple threat, Mackenzie Mollison. I don't think Mackenzie dances, but... But she can, can do she can do everything <laughs> else, man. And I got to like, play her brother in that sketch, which was funny to me because Mackenzie is like six <laughs> one, and just so clearly not related to me at mm-mm. all. But it was mm-mm. it was a lot of fun. Uh, Mitchell Sally, shout out Mitchell Sally. Oh, first Mitchell time Sally. I met him. My first time working on set with Jesse Krugel. Um, okay, you want to talk about a guy that I fucking hate? <laughs> Yeah, let it rip. Can we get a boo? Can yeah, we get, like yeah, yeah. all the bad sounds? Oh, sorry. I hope that his episode of this podcast doesn't air. Whoa! It will. Damn it. <laughs> we can. I can chop. I can go back and make some edits to make him look a lot worse. Though. Yeah, please. Well, it, that's not. That's not really too hard. <laughs> he already looks really bad. No, I love Jesse Krugel. He's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Awesome energy. Rose, um, so yeah. Rosebud was great. Rosebud was great. Anything you want to say about really Rosebud? Well. Uh, I learned a lot about directing with Rosebud because, like, it was very fast. We shot it on. Uh, daylight savings night oh, where, it, we where it sprung the clock. forward. Yeah, we it went from one fifty nine to three, and then we Ugh. wrapped at like four. And that was a very long shoot. And I broke a uh, snow globe. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Mitchell Sally's aunt and uncle. Yeah, uh, literally. We broke a mercury thermometer. That's what it was. In their bedroom. And I got in big trouble for vaping Oops. on that set. <laughs> I got yelled at for yeah, vaping like yeah, you twice. Did. Anyway, I I like I liked it. I think that I learned I definitely learned a lot and um about how to like direct people when you're short on time and stuff and Ariel was there and we had a good time. It was a good time. Oh, and shout out Jake Moss. Jake Moss. Yes, for Jake real Moss. shout out Jake Moss. So, we did that. That came out that turned out well. And this uh, again and let's then that is was that second semester junior year? Second semester junior year. So we've had the, the show premiered. It was great. It was like, awesome. Open Summer Global premiered. Then we had I gotta shout out Lucas Jackson too, because yeah, we haven't please. said his name yet. But please. Uh, yeah. And then um uh and Ben was in that class, Ben Servita, who we have not said his name yet. Say it again. Ben <laughs> We don't say his name on the show. <laughs> we bleep out the I need to be held, guys. Okay, so so okay, then the summer hits, and we and, and you were involved in Blood Relatives. I was. I need to see. I have you seen? Not done yet. I saw. Out. I saw a rough cut. Uh, Ariel was making the finishing touches. That is an Ariel written and directed piece. Yes. Um, uh, which with Mary Nearhouse and Hunter Davidson. Shout out Mary Nearhouse. That was by our, the way. our Mary Yeah, we got Mary too. Uh, we got to make. Uh, we we were. Um, we did a sketch for Open Summit Global Elote. 
together, mm. which was one of my favorite sets that I was on. Oh, shout out Nick Swihart. Oh my God. Shout out Nick Swihart. He literally gave his, uh, was it his left Le- nut? I think he gave his left he nut. He gave his OSG. left nut for that club. <laughs> for that, that class. That we class. love that guy. And yeah. he wrote, uh, if you guys want to go watch some funny student made sketches, uh, Nicholas Swihart, Sweetheart, Swihart, Sweetheart. Wrote and directed Catchphrase, which I think <laughs> is like one of the most underappreciated sketches from that. Like I it, loved it. It doesn't get talked about too no. much, but like so funny. Yeah. And and one of the best like camera reveals like that I've seen. <laughs> like like the see like they cut to Ben in the sweater yeah. at the end. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. And then um, you cry for like 27 (laughs) seconds dude hunter cried in like every sketch i don't know what it is about and in rosebud people find me being emotionally vulnerable like the funniest thing ever yeah especially because you are like actually really boring and like you you barely stoic i'm not an i'm a i'm a i'm a what do they say what does tony soprano say what happened to the not humphrey bogart types what happened to the strong, the strong silent, silent type? The clock gable something. Yeah. Um, that's me, basically. Yeah. No, but there was one sketch. I don't remember the first sketch that it was where it was like, I, I, it was America's Shortest Shafts. <laughs> Great sketch. Great sketch. Where it was we the kissed. first sketch. We kiss. It's a famous, yeah. famous frame. And it, that was the first one that called for me to cry. Like, it ends on me crying. Yeah. And <laughs> everything and ends long on take, <laughs> 15 seconds of me sobbing. And like, oh, apparently people find it very funny. And so I'm called for to do that in, I think, four sketches that year. <laughs> Just cry. You cry in Rosebud. <laughs> you cried in Catchphrase, Catchphrase. and America's Shortest yeah. Shafts. And there's at least one other one yeah, where I cry. Probably somewhere around there. So we did that. Now it's second semester junior year. Uh, we're in person in class again. It's coming we, back. Did we, we have it. a class that... That semester, I don't Mm-mm. think we did. Nope. But I wasn't really taking production classes. I was taking writing mm. classes. Mm, yeah, yeah. Then senior year happens. And we were in. Well, so you at the time are tapped to be DP on Jonah's yes. thesis. I was scheduled to D- be the director of photography on Jonah Subject's uh, senior thesis called I Miss and Love You, which... Uh, I was also doing an independent study with 16 millimeter film and I wanted to shoot part of his thing on 16 millimeter to kind of be a two birds, one stone project where I got credit, he got credit and everyone, everyone helps each other. So we shot the film part and then his thing got pushed back to a point where I was unavailable. So, and then I opened my availability opened up. Yeah. So I, at the mean, in the meantime, I'm realizing much like you've said earlier, my, like the people, the friends that I've been hanging out with for the last year are gone. And I don't really have any, like, I don't know, like, Wolf TV is effectively dead. Um, I know a lot of the MH people at this point, but I've never been in the club. Like, I've never been really involved in the club. I'd come on to help. Yeah, you were MH adjacent. Yeah. Imagination I, Films is a uh, student-run production company on uh, at the University of Michigan, and they make short films. They make about eight short films a semester, so 16 per year. And then at the end of the year, they show them at the Michigan Theater uh, Big Film Festival. Super fun, great group It's of awesome. It's yeah. so cool. And so I at the, so at the time, they're, um, they're looking at their fucking numbers, and they're like, okay, well, we lost like four seniors. We lost Lucas, Lara, um, Ariel, and Ionesh weren't in MAG, but they submitted a lot of scripts. They lost them. Um, uh, Justin and... Uh, and- weren't going to be available because yeah. they were making season two of I Need to Be Held. 
Jonah's gone. Andrew's You're gone. gone. No, no, Andrew. No, Andrew's Andrew gone. Armstrong is yeah. gone. Yeah. So they're down like nine bodies. I show up to this mass meeting and they're like, you should probably try to produce MS short films. And yeah, I'm we're like, like, oh, yeah, oh, dude, fuck come on. Did I get, get to kind of skip a fucking couple steps on the ladder. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. So I get brought on the M edge. I get assigned the great, um, the love Kevin Farrow. I'm like, what a guy he is. And I would love, I'm shooting to get a, a two per, a two guest episode so I can get Kevin and Rachel on. Cause I think that would be a fun because it was kind of, cute. so, so I'm, I'm assigned head producer for Kevin's short film left behind a, a 10 minute thriller, um, which we rewrote uncredited. <laughs> I just, not many people know that. I just want to say we did spend like four straight hours at the MLB one night, just like completely changing it. So <laughs> still Kevin's movie, but so, that was a so, fun time. Yeah. So I'm brought and I, I have, limited experience producing things. The one time that I had been brought on as a head producer was Breach of Peace, which as we've covered on this show, quickly shot up in flames as soon as I took it over. As soon as I grabbed the reins, it crashed and burned. (laughs) Claire Colazar is uh, uh, my associate producer, who's awesome. Couldn't have made anything I made in the last year without her, but at the time, she's never really been in a producer setting either. And writer director Kevin is the other associate producer. So there's three people producing this film that also effectively producers. had n- what? Weren't you technically an associate producer because you had just been brought on? I had been uh, amply amply promoted to head producer at the first mass meeting. Oh, because they all, I was they didn't have enough there. head producers. Yeah, I you still were considered out of out of commission I, at this at the point. Time. I was out. I I'd taken time off of the MH to do Jonah's thing. Right. So I'm looking around yeah. like, um, I don't want the first thing I make here to be absolutely a garbage fire, especially because it's Kevin's first script that he's done ever. So I reach out to Jake who I know has been running into some obstacles with scheduling with the other project. And he's able to come on board for this one. And yes, Kevin, problem with kevin not crediting me on the rewrite i have a problem and i would grab it um i have a huge kevin, problem kevin with this. designed the poster for the thing and he literally put all the producers names in like four point font on the bottom oh, <laughs> we have we have the like on the on a phone which is where most people see us you can't read it but <laughs> even on the, the 11 by 17 posters of this you still can't read it. Which like, is really it's so funny small. to me because, like, Kevin is the nicest guy yeah. and showed so much appreciation to us for coming yes. out to help that it yeah, literally... Yeah, he paid us so much money <laughs> under the table. Wait, did he not pay you? <laughs> no. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> um, it just was like... I think he did it as a joke. It was like... It was like... It was just so funny to me that he, like... was like Claire Hunter Jake. Like, like an afterthought. I'm not mad about it. I just think it's funny. <laughs> But created by Kevin is big and center. <laughs> it's just awesome. And I just I was just like, man, the kids, he's got moxie. He's got what it takes. He's got chutzpah. He's got chutzpah. And if I break, yeah. dude, have you seen a uh, quick sidetrack? I saw a clip of a news reporter. Um, no, it was, it, oh, fuck. I just watched the Jared Fogel documentary. And I, I don't remember if it was from that or if it was from a different thing that I was watching. Is it new? What's it on? HBO. You mean, you mean Max? The oh, one to watch. Fuck, you're right. Uh. 
Um, <laughs> basically, a news reporter was reading off the teleprompter and said, he's got a lot of chutzpah. Oh, <laughs> boo. That guy, that guy goes to Einstein Bros <laughs> Bagels, bro. Yeah. You can, oh, man. Um, the guy okay. thinks locks is a thing that you put a key into. <laughs> Just people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Shit. Kevin, okay. Kevin, Kevin. Kevin, Left Behind is great. It's a fantastic time. I think a lot of people that were involved with that say it's like some of the most fun they've ever had on a set. Well, yeah, but you know why it was the most fun that we've ever had on a set, Hunter? Because? Because you graciously, and your family, the Doctors Davidson, <laughs> uh, provided use of your home in Elk Rapids. Yeah. And we went on a little road trip. It was awesome. And we partied a little bit it was awesome dude yeah. it was working vacation we were we there was one weekend in november that we there was literally yeah. one weekend oh in november God. that worked so we were like we're but doing it, it this weekend and then we're looking at this uh we're we we made a a a loose shot li- we made the shot list right yeah you, you and kevin mostly yeah and we're looking at the car. It like, Kevin, Kevin's <laughs> brain. We were. I was driving. Kevin's in my passenger seat. And we're making the shot list, and he's like, "I'm like, Kevin, how you doing?" He's like, "Um, oh, like brain dead, like <laughs> smoke coming out of his ears, like kaput." And I was yeah. like, "Okay, Kevin, you can, you can put it down. We, we, we like, can we'll figure we it out there. later." Yeah. So we made the shot list. Uh, and and I'm yeah. and we're th- and I'm thinking shout like, out Sienna Pearson and Will Shahab. Yeah, for real. Oh my god. We, yeah okay, okay and everybody else and lily connie bear i'm just thinking like, like it's going to be a miracle because I, I at this point i hadn't been on a set time wise that had run efficiently since probably freshman year so i'm like <laughs> we only have one we don't have any time f- or, or or feasibility for reshoots we gotta get everything done on this weekend mm-hmm. so i'm freaking out so we take three cars up north to beautiful elk rapids we stop beautiful. at the which just got sold riverwalk grill just really uh, changed owners same is it going to be the same place or yeah. okay um and and i remember going in there 15 of us sitting down for dinner or whatever big table and, and you pull out your computer we're like all right let's let's nail this production schedule down and we get like three or four shots into the production schedule and we look at each other <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we're like we 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 <laughs> you can say it. we're just like dude i don't know if we're gonna just have a production schedule. Yeah. I think we might just have <laughs> we, to. We get three cells down in like the <laughs> Google, Google Sheets, Sheets, and we looked at each other and we thought the same thing at the same time. No words. We we're just like, Fuck and this. I just shut my yeah, computer. Yeah, shut. And yeah. and I remember Kiana, Kiana pundit was like, um, yeah. "What was that? What did you guys just do?" And we were just like, "No, no, no, no don't, don't worry, worry about, about it." <laughs> and uh, uh, at the time, to- and so yes, the great uh, Will Shahab ordered um, bottomless lake perch. At the restaurant, <laughs> he ate about thirteen pieces of fried perch. Is he back? Is he back now? He's coming back soon. Um, okay. We're hoping to get Young XP on the show at uh, some point. Please. Can I just watch? Can I just be there? And, like, oh, absolutely. We'll call you. Fuck in. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, shout out MJ Johnson. Have not shouted MJ oh, yeah, out yet, right. but MJ has worked on so many well, things I with get me. To, I want to get through yeah. Left Behind really quick so we okay. get to late and, okay, yeah, and yeah. then wrap up. Um, uh, we we finish dinner. We go back to to start night one of shooting. Um, where Will eats like <laughs> two dozen oh, marshmallows. <laughs> okay, guys, this is this is the most fun movie I've ever. It is. It ever. is like the the biggest demonstration of like human feats of strength was Will's stomach on that he first ate, like, night. Twenty jet puffed 
Burned, 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 burned in a gas fireplace. <laughs> like you're not supposed to cook shit. Because the like, script originally over, yeah. called for uh, a bonfire Outdoor. scene, a night bonfire, which would have been nice and fun. But it's November in northern Michigan. It's freezing rain all night. We switched yep. to the indoor fireplace. Yeah, which was and it looked a lot. Better. And the script also it, it looked awesome. But the script calls for Will to burn <laughs> his marshmallow. I like them burned and eat them. So we shoot that like. And he didn't spit him out because <laughs> he has to swallow it in the, the in seat. the shot. And then so he's just doing it over and over again. And he like a champ consistently every time. <laughs> I like a bird. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and then that night and, and we got pizza. Was that oh, the pizza night? Yeah, yeah. You we had, got pizza. Well, no, because that was because we wrapped because we ate dinner, shot for like four or five hours, wrapped it around one thirty two. We got pizza. the next And we had to day. wake up early. Cause then, cause then early to because everyone had to leave eight. Sunday morning. That, yeah. that was Friday night. Everyone had to leave Sunday morning because everyone's on you know college schedules. So we're like, and we, Will acted in like two other. Will <laughs> and Sienna were both acting. Sienna in other acted stuff. in so many fucking things. Yeah. Um. But we were like, we got to wake up early so we can rap at not an ungodly hour, and we wanted to have a little fun. So I think the second, the second full shout day of the shoot. Shout for saving oh, the day. God. Our sound recordist out dropped out Klasnick. at the last minute, and we didn't know who was going to fucking run sound on the shoe. And the amazing Zora, who we talked about a little bit on the Lance episode, the writer and director good, of Dead Good, good, yes, yes, yes. Zora was literally our fucking guardian angel zoomed in. Zora was in my edit. We had the same editing class, and I was like, can anyone please like come up <laughs> north? And it's going to be fun, guys. And Zora was like, I'll do a it. A champion. A champion with that classic Zora kind of ambivalence. Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Yeah, and, great time. And uh, and then this and that full day, I thought went remarkably efficiently. Would you agree? It did. We were powering through. I was very stressed out. Yeah, I was on tip. I was also the director of photography, so I was also camera guy, and you know, giving Kevin like help because you were kind of mentoring kevin on how to direct because kevin had never directed yeah kevin before. never directed before but kevin and i was running around up. kevin picked up real quick i was running around getting apple cider and pizza and right <laughs> will will shahab made his classic like cooked warm hot apple cider with yeah. like with like 11 herbs and spices yeah uh, he was like, you gotta go get cider for and me a so lot I can of show alcohol. you my famous hot apple cider it was great cool. we filmed an image sex scene the first and Last you know, right now only MH <laughs> sex scene, which I'm interested if Kevin ever comes on because that scene is not supposed to play humorously at all. It's supposed to be kind of like the emotional hinge of the whole piece. That's how that's how we rewrote in the theater, dude. Yeah. In the theater, Biggest because laugh. so many people knew Will and Sienna, and because and Will's delivery, bro, he's <laughs> like, I don't feel like it right now. It Hilarious. just, it just like it was raucous laughter at the time, which I, I never asked Kevin how he felt about that because I knew it wasn't the intended um, response, but it was fucking hilarious. I think that it's okay that it came off like that because any reaction is better than no reaction. It's hard for college students to do convincing drama. Yeah. Anybody can be funny, but when you try to have college students, there, not much stuff has happened to us yet. Right. To, to channel into maybe like this a lady. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a couple heartbreaks. Maybe like a death in the family. Right. Maybe like, oh my God, I'm a freshman in college and this is a huge life shift for me. Yeah. But like, not can't usually big health issues or like, um, it's uh, just, it's just they haven't yeah. gone through as much life. Yeah. Yeah. 
and because we're because be young. <laughs> well, okay, so that's left yeah. behind. Left behind that's ends on time. We get everything we need. We have a grand old time in northern Michigan. We it's order great. pizza. I'm hugely lactose intolerant. Yeah, and uh, while everyone else is partying, I'm like shitting. Yeah, the entire time. We love lactose intolerance. We do love lactose intolerance. Uh, and Will was shitting because of the marshmallows, so we oh bonded over that. So everyone had bad stomachs. Yeah. All right, let's move forward a little great bit. Great time, though. Great time. So then, uh, so I finish Jonah's film part of I Miss and Love You, and we rap, and it, I learned how to shoot on 60 millimeter film. It was great. And then I wanted to do another, uh, it was an independent study that I did, so I wanted yeah. to do another independent study with film because that's the only way you can work with it mm-hmm. at Michigan and probably ever. It was, yeah. You hit me up. Because I needed three credits left to you graduate. You needed three credits left to graduate. And you hit me up and you're like, hey, you want to do an independent study together? I was like, yeah. So I didn't want to do it by myself. <laughs> I was really scared. So we meet up and I'm like, I want to shoot on film. You're like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we did it that way. Could have also been a lot easier just not. If we had just that. been like, we could just make a film. Yeah, yeah. we could just made a film. I think it would have looked a lot different, a lot more pro if we had done it digitally. But I think that we shot this on film completely with like a little bit of reshoots on digitally that I then had to match on film. We made a thing called Latent, uh, a short horror thriller. Yeah. Drama. It was uh, noir. It was it was originally conceived as neo noir. Yes. Yes. But it, it ultimately was Maltese not that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I really wanted to write something because I hadn't um, I hadn't written anything that had gotten produced in a while. Um, so I really wanted to do that. And in my what, fucking three fifty three, maybe one of the one of the film theory classes that I had to write a paper on. I was watching Maltese Falcon. And I mean, I'm not like one of those guys that fucking loves the classics or whatever. Like, I think they're, you know, they have their place. They're old and stupid. I mean, no, 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 I'm no. not going to say that, but like <laughs> a lot of times I watch these Yo, movies. Pause, bro, pause. <laughs> a lot of times I watch a movie from the fucking 40s or 50s and I'm just like, dude, movies fucking used to suck. <laughs> well, see, here's what I sidetracked. We watched King Kong for 352. Yeah. yeah. I wish we'd watched more movies because that was a fun, like together. Like that was a yeah, fun. We had fun time. watching. Like we had fun watching that together. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad movie. But when I watched we that, I am like, time. this is fucking old and stupid. Yeah, I didn't feel that way about Maltese Falcon though. I watched Maltese Falcon and felt engaged the whole time. And I do think that there is something to be desired about like that, that black and you know femme fatale and the leading man just that mm-hmm. gruff like one shot flat yeah black and white <sighs> so i wanted to have that somehow can i just shout out film? everyone that worked on laden real please, quick please please go through mackenzie mollison atticus olivet uh adela papiage uh lily connie bear mj johnson jason gant uh jake jor johannes party me you jesse krugel hannah dando there we go um you My dad, Tony Primac. Tony Primac. Tony Primac. <laughs> hey, man, that kind of. ATF. Waco, Waco, Waco. <laughs> My dad was Jeez. there. My dad was at Waco. Um, don't ask him about it. Uh, Tony. <laughs> Tony's like an answering machine. <laughs> you know, he's on. Un- he's unavailable. Um. But for comment, yeah, if unavailable for comment. So there was that them, uh, Rohan Malatira, Morgan Kabaleski, uh, uh, Diego Rodriguez, and 
There's got to be more people. Phoebe Unwin. Phoebe Unwin! <laughs> Sorry, I'll say it I'll say quieter. Vivica Henry. Phoebe Unwin and Vivica Henry. Um, and uh, Adriana Tataro. I just I want to name everyone because Jacob Curtis, Jack Wiley, Curtis, <laughs> uh, uh, Eric Dagoberg, yeah, fight coordinator, Dagoberg. Uh, I never special got. effects makeup. Maddie, Maddie McKay, McKay. Um, Al Al Young, Paul Sutherland, Rob Terry, uh, just for helping out. Uh, Rachel, did we say Rachel Altland yet? No, we didn't say Rachel Altland yet. Rachel Kevin was Ke- Rachel Kevin did sound. Um. Fuck you. I, I, I want to give everyone just because we could not have made this movie without these people. Without any of them. Any of them. And there are probably people I that I missed, and I'm so sorry. I uh, think that uh yeah. I think that got uh as most of the people. That's most of the core I people. Think we got everybody. Yeah. So Gaffers. we so actors we, we got all the actors. Ga- Ga- Gaffer. Oh Gaffer. Uh it was Hannah. Yeah. And like Oh Marissa Dutton. Marissa was there. Dutton! I'm so sorry, Marissa. Yes, Marissa was there. Friend of the show. And Friend of the and show. and Hold on. Oh, Elena Sinsich. <laughs> Damn, we definitely could not have forgotten. Nina Nasseri. Nina. Kiana for one day. Kiana Pundit. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Ultimately, dude, it was a fucking hell. It was an experience unlike anything that I've ever had. And I know it's probably five, tenfold for you. Um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. E- like, easily. Ever. Just and in like, terms of holy so, shit, so you took over the director mantle. Thank God, I would have floundered awfully. And then me and Jesse kind of tried to uh, reel in some of the rope on the producing side, just to give you a little more space to handle creative things. And I had never tackled a project with that scope before. Um, just in terms of coordinating that amount of people over that amount of days. Um, Doing everything when it needed to be done yeah. was the hardest part. We couldn't find a location. Oh, Jesse and I spent time. like like a month or yeah. like at least three weeks call, trying to find a, a camera month. store. Yeah, yeah, it was probably because we because I was like, God, it's two weeks still shooting. We need yeah. to get a place. And we couldn't, so then we had to rewrite it and we shot and in the film equipment room, which I worked in. Uh, yeah. Best job ever. Thank you, Paul. Thank yeah. you, Al. Um, we shot there. They saved we got our to life. shoot in the studios, yeah. in Studio C, on the weekends, which was really hard to coordinate because you need a key to get in there, and we don't have it. Uh, they helped us build like a set. We built a set. We had a budget that we were under budget. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know how we did that. That was crazy. Katie almost worked on it. We were this close, and then you had to fucking go on a cruise or something. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go, Katie? Tell us, you're, tell us about your fucking Wait, where'd you, where'd you go on the cruise? It's not about me. <laughs> I just want to... I, I don't oh, know where oh, you went. Oh, okay. It was, like, I'm genuinely curious. Western Caribbean cruise. That's so cool. It was awesome. It what, was so much fun. What cruise line did you take? Uh, Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Is that the one with the, the poop that didn't work? Roy like, Star Waco cruises. Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to elaborate. Do you know like, that one, like work. the cruise ship, like all the shit broke down on it and then like... People couldn't use the bathroom, so they just shit in buckets and then throw it over the side. Yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. Totally serious. All right, enough about Katie's fucking cruise. Yeah, well, that's really cool. So, we made this movie. Hunter and I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Over, We started over winter break. We finished it 
we technically finished it after we'd begun shooting, but we finished it in early February. So it, we wrote it in less than a month. Yeah. Many drafts. With Mackenzie in mind. With Mackenzie in mind. We wrote it for Mackenzie. Mackenzie agreed. We then did auditions. We got Roja Maltier to hop yeah. on. Oh, shout out uh, Jack Weaver. Even though he was not able to uh, be a part of it, uh, yeah. we did cast him in a role. He's great. Love him. He's doing magic shows at yeah, the I North Star that. Cafe. I think that's what it's called. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and comedy. Yeah. Magic so comedy, you guys should go yeah. check that out. It's on Detroit Street in Ann Arbor. Uh, <laughs> North North Star Trading Post, I think it's called. Yeah. It's on North Star right. Lounge. Oh, that's what North it is. North Star Lounge. Yes. Yeah, what it it's is. attached to just Detroit Street Filling Station. Oh, Detroit Street word. Filling Station. I ate there once. Trading Post mm-hmm. Filling Station. I didn't know yeah. it was yeah. a vegan no, spot. North Star is awesome. I go there all the time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's catch a show sometime. I, I need to go there. Um, Shout out Jack Weaver. So we cast all these people, wonderful people. Atticus played the role of Wilmer, the uh, villain. We had my dad playing good boy Simon. Simon Gooch was his <laughs> unsaid last name. Um, and then we had Mackenzie playing Violet, who is a person that likes developing film and then gets stalked by Atticus's character. Yeah. And at the end, my dad helps. Well, let's not spoil yeah. it. Go watch it. It will be out soon. It will be out soon. Right now, oh, shout out Joshua Chap. Nice. Yes, we did talk about him a little bit on the Macy episode. Yes. I've only met him very briefly talented. once, but I'm very impressed by that man's uh, talent and work ethic. Yes, he is great. He's an aerospace engineering major who does film scores and wants to pursue that as a career yeah. instead of, you know, having a real job with, like, you know, steady income. Uh, <laughs> and like, yeah, good Mad income. props to him, but he's going to go far because he's extremely talented. He is currently writing a score... And, perf- and doing it for Layton. And then uh, a few more finishing touches here and there, and it will be out for the world to see. Very exciting. Probably this summer. Um, so we did that. I edited the movie largely over a 24-hour period. Would not recommend. I was very busy. I think it turned out well. I was delirious yeah. at the premiere. I could tell. Dude. You were a little bit out of it. I was so <laughs> out of it. Like... But it was a good night, and I just yeah. I, I want to people showed out. So thank you for everyone that came. Yeah, it was thank awesome to, to see all of our friends, everyone that that worked on it. Um, I want to just circle back to the production of it one more time. Yes, because yes, it was, was yeah. like so. It it's not something that's done ever, like at Michigan. Nobody anymore. No one at Mich- Very few people do stuff on film at Michigan, and they just took it away from the introductory production class. And we found yeah. out why. It was super expensive just to acquire Very the shit. Prohibitively expensive. And then once you have it, you can't... Uh, like I, I think it's important to explain why it's difficult to shoot on film, right? Because it's... it's A, you, I mean, you have your viewfinder on the camera, but you don't have a digital readout of what you're shooting. No, you cannot... Well, you can, but the university... Those cameras did not have the necessary equipment to watch a video feed of what we were shooting. So anything that we shot... The only person that could see it was the camera operator. Uh, their eye has to be against the eyepiece the, eyepiece the yeah. entire time or else it lets light in and then you get blue on your film and you like flood it with light, which is bad. Because, you fuck up your shot. Yeah. So you shoot something and then it goes into the film roll and then you don't see it until like a month and a half later after you get it all back from uh, Color Lab, which is a place in Maryland that uh, we send our film to. Right. So you Great can't, job. You, so out, after every Color take, Lab. you can't... Um, you can't, can't rewatch what you just t- took, which is so huge in student filmmaking, especially huge. because you're constantly looking to see if you got what you needed. Yeah. It also wastes a lot of time. And I've learned wastes so much time, um, and and it and it means that which is a good thing because we the first couple days we went long. Yeah. Every day after that, 
We wrapped early. Like, not a little early, like a couple hours early. Yeah. Which was great. You, it was we, huge. Yeah. You huge for a, morale. Huge for morale. You only have a certain amount of film. Right. Because we can't afford more. So every shot, you can't do a million takes of a shot. I think the yeah. most takes we did was four. And it's not an SD card where if you fill it up on your first shots, you can transfer it, reset the film, and put it back in your camera. Once no. you fill up that film with images, it's fucking done. I had to physically load and unload five rolls of 16 millimeter motion picture film into the camera, uh, which was great fun. I really like doing it. It's yeah, super it cool. cool. It makes me feel like I'm one with the movie. It's like driving a stick ship. Yeah, yeah it's, you know? it's tr- traditional. Traditional. Yeah. And it's scary because yeah. you're in, you're you doing it, it blind. Up. Your hands, you know, those like things that astronauts use when they put their hands in the gloves. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, you put your hands in there, but you can't see anything because it's an opaque tent. Did you see me yes. load film? Yeah, I did okay. watch you load one. Uh, so I'm doing this blind and you have to learn how to do it like in like with your eyes yeah. and you do it by feel. And then if you fuck up and yeah. you let any light in for like a millisecond, it's done. And you just you lost four hundred dollars. So I made yeah. it my mission to stay as far away from the film as I possibly could because I did not want to have anything to do with fucking up film. And I knew I probably would if I was handling it ever. MJ had my back on that. MJ worked with me on my first independent study and a bunch of other stuff. So MJ knew how an to absolute film superhero. Yes. MJ Johnson. Is. Yes. Um, and the other, I think biggest problem for us which ultimately led us to reshoots is you have to set focus with a tape measure you can't you, set focus you can't twist a ring on the camera or like i mean you, you, you do can. adjust dial you do. With that but you don't know yeah. if it's in focus you can't look unless you measure it exactly yeah sometimes you can i think i think we stopped measuring and i think the rest of the shots look pretty good so yeah. i think that that particular eyepiece is accurate but you should always measure with a tape measure and we did that, and the entire first day, I guess we did it wrong, because when I got the footage back, it was all out of focus, like, really out of focus. It's essentially $275, about, of just unusable shots. I think more. it was close was to it a full roll. Full roll. It, was close, it was 681 bucks for four rolls, so yeah, about like 200-something <laughs> dollars of, of just, just stuff that we, that we had to just throw away. Yeah, so... Layton, that hurts. Layton that, taught that, that me hurts. a lot. Layton yeah. taught me about a lot about like, you know, just checking my ego at the door. Like, yeah. I wanted this to be a Perfect. senior thesis level production yeah. that was an independent study. Yeah. Because I didn't get to do a thesis and I wanted to do it. And I think that everyone showed out and we, everyone did a great job. But like, I didn't, it was all happening so fast. Like, I didn't even know what I wanted, like, sometimes. And, you know, my conduct on set, like, the first couple of days was not uh, very amicable. And I do apologize to everyone. <laughs> That was on the crew uh, those couple days. You guys did not deserve that. I wasn't like, you know, shouting slurs <laughs> and like full, throwing things. It wasn't yeah. full tyranny. Yeah. But it was just like. But tensions were high. Tensions were very high. And I think that after that, they got a lot lower and we had a lot more fun. Um, we did have to just get into a groove because after yeah. day one. Also, no one is shot on film on this crew. Like, right. except for me and MJ. Time, yeah. Yeah. And like it's hard. It was hard on the actors. It was hard on the crew. Um, and I, and I'm very happy with what we. If you fuck up a take in the middle, you, like, you can pick that take up, but from that point, because we don't have enough film to do it again. Right. A lot of rehearsals. Um, very expensive. We shot in black and white and in color, which, was, which I loved. I thought that was really cool. I loved it too. Very hard. With the when you're lighting it with red light, like it was like you know it was hard, but yeah. it was it was really fun, and. What else? What else? There's so much I want to say about this. We could do a whole episode just about Layton. But I, we worked very hard on it, and 
I edited it in 24 hours, and and it's still in the finishing touches. It's going to come out soon. My dad acted in it. Thank you to my dad for being available and the correct age. <laughs> um, he learned a lot about acting. He was very serious. Mackenzie was very impressed by my dad's thing. He's like, I sucked. That was terrible. I don't think he was. He's not an actor. No. I'm not going to lie. Like He's my dad. Like He's an He's a federal he was serviceable, I would say. Yeah, serviceable. And I, it, it worked. That's what we need. Do I think this is the best movie ever made? No. But when I got the footage back, I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, we can't show this to anyone. Can't, I, like, and you sent it to me and, yeah. and fellow producer Jesse Krugel and um, and Hannah Dando, assistant, director assistant director and superhero Hannah Dando. Yes. And we were all like, uh, we fucking love this. Yeah, you guys were like, it looks <laughs> great. And I'm like, awesome. I'm like, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Um, but after a lot of editing and and you know, stuff was in the frame, the boom was in the shot, and people's <laughs> arms were in the frame, and I was like, and I cropped it in. Yeah. I, I think it turned out really I'm very well. happy with it. Yeah. Um I'm happy the uh, I didn't know I was happy with it until after the premiere happened because yeah. I was working on it. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know how to feel the whole until time. it was done. Yeah, yeah it was nuts. It was nuts. And I can't wait for people to see it. Now I want to show it to yeah, more people. Yeah, we cool. did not advertise. I did not advertise the premiere a lot because right. I was like, I don't want people to yeah. see this. But it wasn't until during the editing process. I was like, oh, shit. This is like kind of yeah. kind of fire. It's a student film. It is not the best thing ever made. It looks so cool. Though. I think a lot of the setups and payoffs work. Yeah, I do too. Script. I think it. I think it functions. It. I, mean, like, I think it functions fine as a script. It's nothing that'll knock your fucking socks off. But I think it functions well. Yeah. I think it looks really good. I think it looks sick. And I think yeah. the. I mean, I think the reveal at like the the climax at the end. I think people it, got great reaction. Yeah. I've shown I've shown it to like some of my friends that like don't go here. Yeah. And every time they start out, they're like on their phone, like half on their phone, like yeah. while it's playing. Then by like the middle of it, they're like in. And by the end of it, they're they're all on the edge of their seats or like the couch or yeah. whatever. And the ending happens. I'm not gonna spoil it. And they'll go. Oh, yeah, it's fun. What? It's like a fun movie yeah. moment. Yeah, and it's, I'm yeah. sad. I think my favorite doesn't make any sense why <laughs> it happens. <laughs> don't don't look into it too deep. Yeah. I think my favorite sequence is cool. Is the uh is the dinner table sequence that we kind of wrote mostly for fun because we wanted to cast more of our friends mm-hmm. and we realized mm-hmm. what we a whole other part of the story is the first drafts of the script had like so a sequence with like the police and like like <laughs> eight pages were devoted to like explaining a legal concept that we eventually scrapped for just this personal scene of of Violet and her all of her roommates which is like my, like visually and just the way it flows I think is my favorite scene in the whole thing. I think w- that was the quickest scene that we shot. Yeah. Everything was like one, two takes. One of them had two takes, everything else was one take and I was like, oh my God, it's not going to cut together. Because when you shoot on film, with the amount of film we had, every time we had a, a, a conversation between two characters, we would shoot the person whose back was to the camera. Would Usually they say all their lines. You do the mm-hmm. whole scene over and over and over again. But we didn't have enough time or film. So whoever's back was to the camera would just speed talk all their all their lines like this, like really fast, yeah. like, and they would skip words. And then the person on camera facing the camera would do their scene fully. <laughs> I've never shot anything like that before. I've never heard of anyone doing that. Like but I looked at, to, I was, yeah. I was like, "Is this a thing on Google?" And like, it wasn't a thing. <laughs> is this a thing? If it is a thing, no one talks about it. And so, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, "I have no idea how this is gonna cut together." Yeah. So I get the footage back, and I'm like, turned off by the stuff that was out of focus. But I finally like start actually editing it, and it cut together. Like that scene is basically the rough cut, like the nice. first cut that I did. Nice. I was like. Yes. Nice, yeah. It works. That's awesome. Not perfect, but like it, it, it it's works. It's fun. It's fun. I agree. I really like that scene. I like the 
there's a scene where Atticus visits Violet at her home. Yeah. All the stuff. I was upset that I couldn't make the house stuff. Right. He was a little sick. Hello. Uh, supposedly. Snickers. Hey, enough time has passed. <laughs> If what you, the fuck? If you, were, if you were not actually sick, you can say it. It's okay. You can be honest. No, man. I, I had fun every time I was on set um, for that shoot. I wouldn't have ducked any of it. Except for that one time where you did and you were on the cruise with Katie. It's okay. I did. I, I, had to, I called in a chopper to drop me off one day in the Western <laughs> yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, that happened. I can attest. <laughs> we had to. She was going to Mallorca and I knew a person in Mallorca that I hadn't seen in a minute. So I figured quick day trip. <laughs> Hunter listened to Kokomo by the Beach Boys one <laughs> fucking time, and he just had to go. Ugh. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, he was sick, and we we did it without him, but uh, it Turned worked out, out way better without. It probably, pr- <laughs> it probably did. <laughs> no, it, it was a good time. It was a good time. But uh, we we finished really early, and yeah, great set. I think I learned a. L- I think that's the side I learned the most easily uh, for me. Easily. COVID also just robbed us of like being able to be on just reps. fully functioning yeah. sets. Yeah, that had budgets and like big stuff yeah i totally agree yeah. and i know i'm glad that we feel that way and i know the other people on the upper crust of the, i know jesse and hannah feel that way i hope that everyone else in the cast and crew feels that way as well yeah and i everyone seemed to like it at the yeah. at the premiere so yeah and i don't think they were lying i think they, we're i think we've earned enough clout that people wouldn't lie to us but you never know yeah i hope people would be honest like if it sucks tell me it sucks hey, please it's fine jake we're at over two hours what? So holy um, shit! It's five thirty. Yeah. Hey, this was. Did you have fun, man? I had a great time. Um, I love seeing Katie as I always. Love seeing you too. Aww. Um, and I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you I since know, the graduation. So good to, good to see, see you, you, bro. I'll Thank see you, you up so north much. Soon. Yeah. Yes, you will. Thank you so much for having me on. This it was, was a pleasure. blast. I yeah. can't wait to see the other episodes of this. And I'm glad. I can't wait. And you unlocked a lot of like memories. No, dude. My, I, that's my, that's my favorite part about this yeah. is getting people that I know, like that I know well, and getting them to like open up where even they wouldn't think they would. That's that's the most fun I've had about this. So I'm glad you came on, man. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be around. I'm sure you'll probably come on the show again at some point. I would so, love uh, to. Yeah, we'll look forward yeah. to that. And uh, L.A. L.A. It, next. We're, we're about Let's to conquer the goddamn world here pretty mm-hmm. soon. All right. Michigan Mafia. I love you guys. Yeah.